Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Welcome to uh, Savage Sam's 27th birthday stream, part one. And uh, I apologize for the late hour. Uh, apparently, the people who uh, made OBS, they don't know how to uh, push updates very effectively. So uh, I had to manually download like two different versions of OBS to get this uh, working. Fortunately, I was able to save my template, so I didn't have to do that. But uh, anyway, we are here, we are live, and uh, yep. As as usual, you, you boy, I'm here with young Sammy, and I've also agreed to firebomb the offices of the people that uh, push the OBS updates. And I will be doing that in the near future. So everyone keep your eyes. Keep your eyes on the headlines. How we doing, folks? Happy early birthday, Sammy. Thank, um, thank, thank you. you all for listening. Yep, thank you. Of course you're welcome, you little motherfucker. I'm fired up tonight. I had a bad fucking day. Uh, but I'm in a good mood now because my day is over. So I'm happy to be here with all you lovely people. Let's fucking uh, let's fucking hear about. It. I'm all for, I'm all for an apex rant if, if you're willing to share it. If not, I mean that's fine too. Yeah, it's not. You know, it, it honestly wouldn't be a good rant. It's just <clears throat> you know, bad day, bad you know, bad life kind of thing. You know, I I actually thrive on self criticism. It's what has brought forth some of the best things about me but you know too much of a good thing in most cases is a bad thing and uh yeah i'm just you know i'm generally fed up with a lot of things and my job being one of them and uh you know it's, it's just you know it's fine everything's fine but uh the big honestly <laughs> the real kicker is my car's fucked up Ooh. and i just got it paid off. i just got it paid off so it's mine and um couple days and actually this happened a while ago but my uh idler pulley in my uh serpentine system right which uh, this may resonate may this should make sense to uh, some people listening but uh my idler pulley the bearing got fucking welded together and the whole pulley yanked out of the mount so i bought an aftermarket pulley and mount and new belt and i threw that one in like uh, 1200 miles not even a thousand miles i don't think so i'm not real mechanically inclined so um i bought a new belt and i'm looking around my 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 crank pulley all the way at the bottom is like coming apart so it's pulling the belt off of the pulleys uh specifically the idler pulley all the way at the top that has like edges on the side of it so it's like cutting the belt like um one ridge at a time, you know what I'm saying, as it's pulling the belt. So my car is out of commission at the moment while I f figure that out. And uh, my quote-unquote friends, <laughs> I was supposed to be home like two hours ago because we're on winter hours right now at my work, so we close an hour early. So even if I close on a Saturday, I should be home within almost an hour of the show starting. But um, 
I just got left uh, at this random place while this stupid bitch went with her other stupid bitch friend to go do stupid bitch things. Didn't say nothing to me that they were going anywhere. We stopped there for one thing, one thing only. That was for me to buy weed. Bitches uh, are, bitches are incredibly <laughs> stupid. Uh, mm. as, of course, they certainly can be. As we, as we've just, as we've discussed, I, I, you know, I, I say that knowing that we have women lurking, um, yeah. you know, on the, they're all the same. They're all the same on the channel. <laughs> not, not commenting, but just lurking on, uh, Twitter. Um, Twitter and elsewhere for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's my, you know, that's my rant. It, it's really nothing spectacular. Just another, you know, anger filled day, unnecessarily anger filled day for me. Cause I hate everything, Sam. I'm just, I hate everything. I'm so sick of it all. Just want to get struck by lightning already. I am. <laughs> I'm not at that point, but I am at the point where like, I just want like, I just want a, like a time machine. Like I either want to go forward in time to like when this shit like gets to be the worst, like see how it all ends, or I want to go back like I don't know, fifteen years or something to to like before the pre woke era era of shit. So, um, but you know the one the one thing that does make me happy is that we have. We have chat here, and chat is always willing to hear our rants. Um, and also, we have people who want to uh, jump in and uh, chat. So we have we have Phil uh, who wants to uh, join us, no. and I need to give him permissions uh, to do that. Oh. Uh, because I am a fucking boomer when it comes to uh, Discord, and I will I will admit that. Well, I don't see him online, but I should have. Uh... Uh, oh, he's not even in here. Yeah, let me see if let me see if I. Oh, yeah, let me see if I emailed him. Um, yeah, he's not, he's not even in here. Yeah, what? Let, let me. Let me. Charlie's dead. Oh, I see. Alan got a new truck. Congratulations, my friend. The, it's a big, big step you, up for uh, a ghost. Yeah, majorly big step up. I, I was also going to say, Apex. At least don't. At least you don't have a BM. At least don't have a Beamer problems. BMW problems. Nor do I have BMI problems, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did you, Merch is uh, fat. That's what I was saying. Did you uh, did you see uh, Pod Apples? Uh, I don't know if it if it's his tweet or his uh, retweet where he's like, "This is a uh, yeah." Where he yeah he's twat Stavi to tweeted a picture of himself. <laughs> yeah, wearing a Hawaiian shirt, looking fat and retarded. And see, it's well known, like for the last <clears throat> pretty much as long as I've been listening to Come Down. Stavros has been a fat piece of shit and he's bald and they joke about him being bald, but he's, he wants to grow like a bald ponytail. He's been working on that for a long time <laughs> and, um, just being fat. Like it's like the small dick thing, you know, Mersh has been, as far as I understand, he, he tried to 
coaxed Cometown years ago and failed and talked a lot of shit, which is why I think Pot Awful. He probably still listens, just doesn't endorse them publicly. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's what I that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I would I would actually love to know the fallout fallout of that because I feel it's, like I guarantee. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I feel like either merch would have to be too much of a piece of shit to join Come Town, or they would just have to be like bored by him, or maybe well, both. No, the, they're not interested in anybody. That's the thing. Like. They have their comedian friends, their close friends, and some of their close friends that are comedians haven't even been on the show. I don't know if, like, Shane Gillis has been on it. I know Tim Dillon and several other people. I mean, like, roommates that they live You know what I mean? That they literally live with. It's been the only guest. They had um, Bam Margera on a live podcast thing. And then they had – there's there's been a handful of randoms that they've done and it's been years now since they've done it it's not they don't they don't bring people into their circle like that not the come town circle as far as i understand you know i don't look into it at all i don't what i hear on the show i don't uh, think i've ever heard them with guests before they have absolutely had guests some of them they have multiple times uh jamel something um a black dude comedian has been on a couple times uh there was like a week or two that Nick went to California and he did a couple of shows with um, neither Stavros nor Adam, just two totally different people, like a chick and a dude. Um, But, you know, but the point is, is like Mersh, as far as I understand, again, I don't look into any of this shit. I just go off of what my what I read uh, based on what I hear Uh, (laughs) is that, um, yeah, he tried to ingratiate himself to like the come town peeps to the crowd and got roundly rejected or shit on some way or another and he took that to heart as he tends to do and you know he tried denounced them he tried to do the same with uh compound media mm-hmm. uh like compound media owen benjamin i mean there's a i know there's a long list somebody in the chat fill me in yeah because i know it's longer than just those handful couple rather or would it be few that was more than two. I mean, I mean, but he opened for he opened for Doug Stanhope back in like two thousand four. So you know that's that's something, right? Red Bar. Oh yeah, Red Bar is a good one. Red Bar Radio. He, he tried to ingratiate himself to Red Bar. Now he's a a recurring punchline. Probably Medic or two. Oh oh yeah, he's. The the reason he hates Medicare is he he's trying to get into Medicare's uh sphere, and uh, yeah, and I don't well, I don't even know that I don't even know that much about Jim, but I, from what I know about Jim, I I like him, and I I especially like Jim because Jim shits on all the same people I like to shit on. Well, yeah, Jim's uh, they call him Daddy Jim for a reason. It's it's half ironic at this point, but you know, he's the old school of just laughing at people on the internet. Yeah. Alan's going off. Opie and Anthony Howard Stern, red band, Gabe Hoffman, Infowars, Joe Rogan. I mean, yeah. Al, see, Al had actually made a post on his, uh, on his YouTube community tab. I think is, 
pretty poignant that basically everyone, even in, I guess, and I hate using this term, but the, the, the RTC community that, like, Mert has turned on have all been funnier than he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not even the people that, is, that, he's, that have turned on him, but just the people he, you know, inc- incessantly hates and, and has to try and mock to his, his uh, audience. Um, are all, I mean, most of them are funnier than him without trying. You know, he runs a show to be funny, and he's, uh, the only time he is is when <laughs> typically cringeworthy comedy, you know? I, I think he's, I think he's finally admitted, though, that, like, his, he finally admitted, and Mersh, if you're watching this, I am proud of you for finally admitting that your that your stream is an exercise in self hatred and narcissism, okay? I uh, I'm I'm glad that uh that you can admit that. Uh, well, you know, and that's I've I you you mentioned this before, and I have a question about that because this is one of the things that uh, I don't actually I don't actually believe that. Because there is a wide market of, in, what do you call it, like, self, I guess self-hatred is kind of what, or, or, you know, self-ownage, and just honestly, just being honest, you know? um, Yeah. About your faults and shit in a comedic, that's what comedy is in a lot of ways, a lot of good comedians are just brutally fucking honest both about themselves and the world that they perceive that's kind of what what makes comedy funny in a lot of ways yeah that uh but i would uh i would say that's why you i would say that's why you're good at it actually Ah, (laughs) well no that's not that wasn't my point what my point was uh, maybe i mean i guess maybe it comes down to the same thing is i enjoy comedy too and i have for a long time i used to watch comedy specials like when I was a teenager and my dad used to gawk because I would never really laugh or, you know, or even really smile while I was watching these things. I was just kind of consuming them. Uh, but comedy has always been something that's near and dear to me since I was a little kid. I've always being funny uh, and laughing was always something that I cared about more than anything, but I never considered a career in it. I do this show with you as a fluke and because I like your crippled fucking ass. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't have the motivation to do this. I don't have enough, uh, narcissism to, you know, to invest in enough equipment and time to learn all this shit, uh, to do it on my own. You know, that's why the only thing noteworthy that I've done before this show was videos that I recorded on my phone with a free app that I did live commentary. You know what I mean? Like, it, not high production value. Just talking, giving my opinion. It's not really special, other than the fact that it's mine, I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah. I, is this funny? Are we being funny yeah, right now? Yeah, well, <laughs> chat, is, chat is making me crack up. Specifically, Whiskey. He says, uh... <laughs> That's all Apex thing, thinks comedy is 
is self-deprecating. No, no, that's not all comedy is, but uh, some of the best comedy is. It can be. Tends to be. Uh, uh, can be. I shouldn't say tends to be. It can be. Yeah, so, I mean... We all, we all have our fucking flaws, man. And when when people are honest enough to maybe not talk shit about themselves, but use themselves as an example to talk shit about everyone else. You know what I mean? It's a, there's a fine line between those two things, I guess. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm, I'm hearing a, uh, you're hearing a cat. aren't you? I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a pussy in the, uh, she's freaking out for some reason. Anyway, um... Yeah, Apex is a uh, Apex is a is a cat uh, man. We we love him for it. I I think so at least. <laughs> love me or hate me, it is what it is, man. Um. So anyway, Sammy, let's. Uh, what do you got planned for your your big birthday weekend? Um. Well, basically, I uh, I didn't I didn't do anything today except for like try and prep for this stream i i I went up uh i got up went to like a a therapy uh, and actually it wasn't really that it was it was an acupuncture appointment because yes i'm allowing the chinese to kind of zap my uh brain i guess uh and then i and then i came back and i slept for like three hours uh got up was talk. i was talking to a couple people uh and then i did show prep and then obs took a shit and now we're here and, hell yeah and now what are you I'm, drinking you're drinking right uh i was drinking budweiser earlier i don't have it i don't have anything right now um are you going to gift the audience with a crawl to the refrigerator while I regale them with some nonsense that I can't think of? I'm yeah, wow. I, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to figure out how to add Phil to this uh, stream too. Oh, no. It's let me. Oh no, not Phil! I I I know the only per- the only person in the, in in our circle that talks more than me. We can't do that, man. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's I, your well, birthday stream, nigga. Do what you want. And then our our friend, our friend Christian Blatt may come, come on uh, at, at some point, but um, I don't know. Why is it? Why is it? Why is Discord being a faggot right right now? Such faggotry. Um. Hmm. Uh, Phil, you should you should, if you go to voice channels, you should be able to see on air chat. I I would think. Maybe not though. Okay, let me. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go to the settings. This should be... Yeah, 
Yeah, you should be able to. You should be able to see some of this uh, at least. Fuck, are we doing, Sam? Uh, Discord. I, I just fixed Discord. I, I think. But uh, Christian Blatt, Christian Blatt will be here momentarily. He says he's not sure how to jump on. Oh, I, oh, I need to. I need it's to a send. New, it's a new. Di- yeah, it's a new Discord. You got banned. Yeah, banned. I, I got. Yeah, I've, I've been. I've been banned three times. Uh, by Discord. Let me let me send. Uh, fortunately, my phone my phone did not go off. Otherwise, I would have been hit for copyright just then. What was was it? The uh, fucking Godfather theme? Uh, no, it was it was Judas Priest that was about to. Because yes, I actually I actually do listen to uh. I was into boomer music. What can I say? Oh, hey, Phil, you you figured out how to use Discord finally. Yeah, I had to restart. Uh, I had to restart it in order Hi, for it. Philly. I was messing around with it, and I was trying to get on, and it wouldn't let me on. And then I, as soon as I restarted it, I saw everything. So I was like, "All right, oh, good." Okay, well, glad well glad to have you here. Glad to be here. Ha- uh, happy early birthday. Th- thank, thank you. And we haven't we, we haven't even gotten the coke out yet. I know, right? We, we gotta get the coke, the strippers, all the you know. We, we gotta get this party going. Well, we got our lady troll in the chat. Maybe she'll show some tits finally. Which? But, uh... Which which one which one do we have which which lady troll do we have in the chat? Oh, uh, uh, Carly, Carl. Oh, oh, the oh the one, the one the one yeah the one the one larping as a dude yeah. As long as they're as long as they're real titties, I'd be like, you want to you want to see my dash, National Geographic titties? There you go. Like oh, all right. Anyway, well sorry. yeah yeah well yeah go ahead. Well you know. I mean, G four is, uh, you know, I guess they're trying to make a comeback in regard in regards to that whole thing, unsuccessfully rather. But hey, they're still trying. Hmm. So, so yeah, what do you have planned? Go ahead. So, what do you have planned for the this? Obviously. You're you're going to be online sharing yourself with these wonderful people, but what what uh what else do you have planned for this birthday? Uh let's see. Well, tomorrow I'm having a I'm having dinner with family. Uh, I'm, there you go. I might be I might be guest appearing on uh, another stream to be announced. Um, and then Monday, I'm finally going to see the new Spider-Man because people have pestered me. So I'm caving to peer pressure. And I'm going to see it finally. Okay. So that should be uh that should be neat. And then, you know, Alan Alan Pal and I might may or may not go to the shooting range or something. 
<clears throat> okay. All right. That sounds like that sounds pretty awesome. We were also going to go off about fucking mandates, bro. I'll tell you what. I'm fired oh, yeah. up about, about yeah. mandates. What? Is it is it bad is it bad where you're at? Like what what what's going on? No, it's there? actually not. I mean, everywhere, including my job, has uh, rules, and they've put back up posters in front of stores saying if you're not vaccinated, blah 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 blah. But I, as I did all along, I, I've not worn a mask anywhere. I don't wear one at work, um, and nobody says anything. I mean, the occasional from the boss, like, dude, you're in your leadership. You gotta, well, no, I don't. And you can't make me. Yeah, yeah, I don't agree with it anyway. So, you know, every my, everybody underneath me has the option, as they should. You can wear one. The company says you should wear one. You might get fired if you don't, but I'm not going to make you. And I'll get fired, if any, if anything. Uh, and it's been almost two years. It feels like fucking four but uh, yeah, no, I don't. Um, if I'm sick, I stay home. I don't, you know what I mean. I don't go out in public, and I minimize my exposure as I have done since I was a, a toddler or, or an, at least a teenager. It's how I was raised: wash your hands, <laughs> kind of thing. As we've talked about ad nauseum. But no, I don't know. I'm I'm in the middle of nowhere though, like where I live. It's kind of the fucking Bermuda Triangle of the Midwest. Like, it almost doesn't exist. Uh, it's You drive 45 minutes any direction, and you, you are in a city shithole plagued by violence. I'm really close to Chicago. Um, and, you know, I see reports coming out of all these places. I don't know how much of it's real and how much of it's drummed up, but... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, what about you, Phil? What's going on where you're at? Uh, it's in Phil, like in Philadelphia, like that's, that's, that's where it's starting to get a little crazy now. Like they're not allowed, a lot of places aren't allowing people to be in public places without being vaccinated. Um, but no, I, but nobody's really enforcing it in Philadelphia. Like I've now, I've, I've literally never seen a cop. I've never seen anybody that's like going, Hey, let me see your vaccination record. Like that never, I went to a, I went to an Eagles game. Sorry guys. And, uh, and they were, and when I bought the tickets, they, they sent me this email that was like, Oh, you need to have, uh, proof of vaccination or you need to have a negative test and all that stuff and so i was like oh well i gotta get the test da, 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 da. i get there and nobody asks for jack shit like nobody so it's well i think it's, i don't know it's one yeah, of those it's... things democrats are lo democrats look for power that way it's like they they want to pass these regulations so that they so can they have the power to selectively enforce it. And I, th and I think that's, I think that's where we're at with a lot of these cities. It's, it's about power. It's not, it's not about what's best for the country Wh or your health or safety or whatever. It's about money no. and power. Whis Always is. whiskey and chat just said that, uh, I guess he got, he got locked down, uh, again. Hmm. 
Yeah, and he's in, um, well, shit, I guess, I guess a Democrat state, but it's not far from me, and I, that's not something I would expect. Mm. Well, I mean, you could be in a Republican state, but then have a Democrat city. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of getting, yeah. getting out ahead too. Look, Texas, look at Texas, right? Texas is a, Texas is a red state, but you got these crazy ass, uh, blue cities that are just going crazy with the freaking awesome and, and, yeah i mean it, it, it's just it's ridiculous now well it's been ridiculous for a minute but uh, i mean I'm that's sorry. what I'll it is right, I'll, I'll be right back guys keep going mm-hmm. well uh i mean to be fair you know if, if you want to get vaccinated get vaccinated if, if you don't don't um i mean i've i've always said that um but i mean at at this point who i mean the thing it is the vaccine doesn't even really protect against yeah omicron or whatever yeah. whatever new variant there that's coming out this week or whatnot i i say that jokingly but it's like they come out with new variants every like five days or something it seems yeah i mean it the the thing i mean i mean we were led to believe that this vaccine had some had some qualities that like either made you immune to it or to the point where you couldn't spread it well we all we know that that's it's bullshit now so where i mean why why would you just why are you still forcing people to get vaccinated knowing damn good and well you you're you you can still spread it and you could still get sick from it like i mean it's it's not the i mean at that point i'm just like well whatever um fuck it might as well not take it oh are we on the vaccination now i just got back i'm sorry we it was just a very basic like like i think because he was talking he was talking about we were talking about a little bit about the mandates and i was like well it's just not it just doesn't make any sense to it just doesn't make any sense to have them or the yeah like when the vaccination doesn't i mean if you want to get it get it but i mean it's like it doesn't Knowing now what we know now that it doesn't it doesn't prevent you getting the virus, it doesn't prevent you spreading the virus, it doesn't prevent like so it's like sure, well, sure, yes, yeah, I mean shit that we all knew all along. Yeah, I mean, to, be, to be quite frank, I think what we should do is round up all of the vaccinated. Just we should round them up and put them in fucking camps, bro. Flamethrowers involved, uh, mind you, with the guards. Uh, of course, you know, barbed wire, we'll, we'll set that shit on fire too. Flaming barbed wire around these camps. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out from there. I think that's the next step, to be honest with you. I, I think what, I think what needs, I think what needs to happen is, yeah, I, I, I agree with the, I agree with the camps thing, but mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's even far enough. What, let's, let's put all of our vaccinated, um, like, a on a ship. And then send them to their own continent or something like, you know, they, they can, they can use Epstein Island or whatever the, 
the abandoned uh you know i just moved christian into the on-air chat because he was in general oh hey i don't know if he was ready to come in or not i'm sorry oh no no i was and uh okay i was uh just like wait a minute i definitely did the wrong thing (laughs) i was trying to figure it out uh well sorry to just you know kick the doors in and uh i I literally did that so put a damper on uh on the party but uh sam did i hear that you're 27 yes you you did I'm, I'm oh man congratulations i remember when i was 27 legitimately there was still a realistic chance that one day john Kerry would be president uh that that's how long ago i turned 27 that that was that was a while ago. that was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago <laughs> but uh but you haven't aged a day i don't think uh, no, oh, I, oh, I, 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 I've aged a day since the start of uh, 2022. I've aged a, a lot of days. Uh, you know, I was listening to the conversation and I was like, am I, am I not going to be able to get into the chat because I got a booster shot? Is that really what's happening to me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you might, you might, you might be the one who's semi pro pro back here. Oh, hold on. Uh, well, See, my re- my reason's very specific. Uh, it's because I have two small kids, and uh, I was like, you know, I, I also I live in Los Angeles. For anybody that doesn't know, sure. and it was, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know. I I I felt okay about it, but at the same time, I have very few people in my life out here that didn't. But a couple of them, one of them, uh, you know, uh, Sam from uh, time on the black cast and on the uh, Dennis Miller show, uh, our friendly Ev, he's one of the few people I know that weren't and he got sick. And like everybody who gets sick, he got better. But I don't know if you're up on the black cast uh, at the moment, Sam, but uh, I uh, also uh, had, uh, uh, we had uh, COVID in my house earlier this year, but I tell you the, the Omicron, it's like, it's like I don't know, one twentieth of like a strep throat. You know, it's 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 like, I, I took a I took an extra long nap, yeah. And uh, so I, I I have my shots, and I also got sick. So I don't I'll know what's you right. What, you know? I'll tell Go you ahead. what. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'll no, tell no, you it's what, fine. Compared to one year ago, Sam. Well, no, yeah, one year ago, um, I actually know a a lot of people that have had COVID now because a year ago I didn't know a single fucking person. I knew, I knew very few a year ago. I agree with you. I I did know a couple. I, I I had uh, some friends who lived in New York who like within less than a month, like got it and got it bad. But uh, for the most part, I didn't know that many people. I agree with you, but it actually, before I had it, my wife and I were talking, it's like, it's like everybody we know has it. Then they have it for a little bit. And, this, you know, look, I, I definitely don't pretend to know science of anything, but I think this one more than any other, uh, the people that I know who are vaccinated versus who aren't, they all seem to, it, it seems that this one's pretty easy to, to kick, you know? And yeah. what I've always said is I don't want, I don't want anybody to ever get sick from it, but anybody who does get it, I hope they get over it quickly. And, you know, whether they got a, you know, somebody that didn't get a shot, I don't think deserved it which is a, a narrative that it's hard to avoid online you know um and so it's like well did did i not deserve it <laughs> you know because i took my kids to legoland for new year's you know i mean i don't know <laughs> I, mean, I don't know well, look, when we got it you know but we, you we as soon as we found out that my my kids were sick we told their schools we kept them home and you know it was like all right let us know when they test uh, negative and you know they can come back soon you know 
you know, it's really messed up, Christian. For you, for sure, remember a time when school, work would straight up bully you into coming into either school or work if you were oh. sick. Oh yeah, I mean, especially work. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially I mean, work. Right. Working in working in radio and television. Uh, uh, you know, back when I used to be in show business, it was uh, just the idea of like, what do you mean you're not coming in today? You know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, now, and, and okay, no, okay. I, I've never been an essential employee, <laughs> pretty much anywhere. And, and the idea of staying home, I agree with you 100. Right. And to some people, that's like a very, you know, it's a very American thing. Which, on the one hand, I guess we can be proud of ourselves, but on the other hand, it's like maybe when you don't, like, you know, not when you have a cold, but like if you're like, oh, it's it's everything hurts. I don't want to get out of bed. Don't bring that into work. And I'm not even talking about COVID. You know, I'm talking about like. Well, right. There's a couple of. Listen, in my mind, and I am 35 years old. For as long as I can remember, if you have a fever, if you're throwing up, if you have diarrhea or any comp. Well, maybe not the diarrhea part, but if you have diarrhea plus one of the other two. Those are the three just off the top of my head that if you have, you shouldn't be around other people. Because. It's likely you have some sort of virus or something, some sort of contagion that will pass on and make other people sick. Now, we have a God-given immune system. Thank the Lord for that. That is one of the most amazing things the universe has ever invented, created, as far as we know, other than the universe itself. Uh, But we... (laughs) The idea that the immune system... And oh no, I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting off track. Um, this whole, like, even my company right now, <laughs> we are we've hired more people than we've ever had in the last year. I mean, we went from a basic skeleton crew. It's a retail type of business. You know, we have a store, uh, open close hours. And we deal with customers. And we sell stuff, right? Um, we went from, um. You know, like I was just mentioning, when I started there in 2019, since the store opened, you know, the bosses, including myself, would be like, well, how sick are you? Are you throwing up? What's wrong? Let me show, send me a picture of your fucking thermometer type of thing. <laughs> like, I need you here. To now, corporate is offering people so much money. and t- Like, if you have uh, a sore throat, if your back hurts, uh, you know, the, the, all these symptoms... They're making us check into work, which by all accounts is illegal. You have to check into work at least 15 minutes before, either on an app, via text message, or via phone call, before you can even clock in. Uh, you know, answering all these qu- certifying, verifying that you're not sick. You don't have these basic symptoms. You don't have a cough, a sneeze, blah, blah. you haven't tested positive for COVID. It's, in, it's literally insane. Because all of the symptoms are things we've all dealt with. And like I was mentioning a minute or two ago, I now know a handful of people that have been really sick with COVID, quote unquote, um, been diagnosed and been sick. Their whole house got it. And everyone has been different, but they've all been. Yeah, it's just the flu. Well, it's I mean, it's a bad cold or it's the flu or or whatever. And the difference is. The propaganda behind it, the fear pushed behind it. I've literally talked to people within the last three days, people that I respect that think 
that they're putting COVID in the water because the at-home COVID tests say don't put the COVID tests into anything other than your nose because it will test positive. So they think that information tells them that, well, they're putting COVID in everything, not that the COVID test itself is just going to, you know, maybe faulty. So, I mean, that's crazy because we all we all know that the COVID's in our cell phones and that's the only place that it can be found. So, I mean, <laughs> that right there is just insane. I'm sorry. Who did I talk over? My yeah. No, keep going. Just cut me off. Yeah, <laughs> go my 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 question is, is, is uh, did. Did COVID kill Bob Saget? Because uh, if you listen, to- I think he had. I think he had a heart attack or a stroke. Uh, I, that's that's what I I have read. I think in the. Let the me tell you it. something, brother. Sorry, sorry. I had to put <laughs> oh, that yeah, in there. I, know the, I the had Hulkster. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, the, the Hulkster? The Hulkster is convinced. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know that. Uh, uh, look, it's not—it's not impossible. But I mean, he had just done a couple of shows, so it's like if if COVID killed him, it uh, it did it in the sneakiest way possible. It like left his system, and then he was able to do a couple of shows in Florida, and then he dropped dead. So, I yeah. I, I just heard that from uh from Nick DiPaolo's podcast uh, yesterday, and I you know I. <laughs> I know, I know that, I know that you kind of know. I, 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 I love Nick, but uh, he's uh, he he is usually not my. He's a he's a uh, top notch source for comedy, Uh, not so much a top notch source for uh, news. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I've heard I'd heard that uh, in the in the days after it, and and yeah, I mean, it it was Hulk Hogan said that right? It was Hulk Hogan's theory, Mm -hmm. which. You know, I mean, I, I didn't, you know, it's uh, Hulk. We, we, we don't we don't hear much from Hulk ever since that video of, of his, you know, and he, I guess, bankrupted. Uh, what company was that? Gawker. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> he usually keeps to himself because he's like, what, what do I need more trouble for? You know, I, I, I'm I'm still not sure that uh, I'm still not sure that Alex Jones didn't just rip off his whole gimmick from. Hulk Hogan, I, I am. <laughs> I'm still. Uh, I am. I'm still convinced that Alex Jones is just some WWE reject. That uh, I mean, look, he he's uh, always uh, doing a hype video for a steel cage match with the Lizard Man. I mean, I think that that's a big part of Alex Jones's shtick. And uh, Alex Jones is is incredibly, you know, entertaining. And I think that it's a lot of what people need to separate. You know, it's like uh, Joe Rogan is incredibly entertaining and he has people on with different points of view. But it's it's not as though it's presented as like, you know, everything out of this person's mouth is their opinion. And it might be factually based opinion, but it's like just. I don't know. Listen to what they have to say, and uh, hopefully Joe you don't Rogan get. All... A, Joe Rogan is a scourge on on public on the public. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully you don't get know. all your. You know, I I get all my information from Sam Whitfield. I think that quick, that's what we should all be doing. Yeah. Quick question though: Would it be would it be entertaining if Alex Jones put on yellow tights and did an atomic leg drop on oh a li- on on a lizard person? Entertaining is not a strong enough word. Uh, yeah. That that would be uh, that would be brilliant, and I think that that would be one of those seminal moments in human history. You know, it would be like, where were you when you saw Alex Jones in yellow tights? Well, well, seeing Alex Jones do uh, 
do the Joker impression from like way back in, in the day. That was when I first discovered who who he was. Uh yeah. that that makes the movie it look like like a kid's movie by by compare <laughs> by wow. comparison. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a great point. Uh, you know, what you were uh, saying before in terms of, you know, uh, jobs discouraging people from coming in and sort of the earlier point before I jumped in that I, that I heard in YouTube, it's, you know, having events in, in, and yes, it's very regional in a lot of places where it's like, we need to be vaccinated to come in here and that stuff. I mean, I think a huge part of that is just liability because nobody wants to be sued for, Hey, I got COVID at work. Hey, I got COVID at an Eagles game, which, you know, I've been to sporting events in Philadelphia, like catching COVID would be the least of my concerns, you know, in terms of uh, all the other germs uh, flying around there. But <laughs> but you know, I I mean, I think that that's that's really a huge part of it because you know it's like just venues. I mean, here in in LA, it's like you go to anything, you need to be uh, vaccinated or the negative test. And I feel you know, on the one hand, I can understand because look, these are private businesses that are saying like we don't want this headache. So yes, show us a, a vax card. And I always think that the distinction is or the negative test. Because anybody can get a negative test. I went uh, because uh, I, I I'm I went to a uh, comic convention in uh, uh, no December, the middle of December, and they had like a tent where they were doing the test. So if you didn't show up with a test, it's like great, just go get one. And I've heard about a lot more of that. And it's like if that's what they want their policy to be, that's how their insurers will let them hold their event. I don't think it's 100 percent right, but I do understand that. Do you still want to go to a concert? Do you still want to go to a sporting event? This is sort of, and look, in plenty of places, yeah, where Sam lives, you probably don't have to do any of that. But in a lot of other places, you just do, and some Vaccine of it's definitely political. Vaccine mandates have been a thing for a long time, though. Sure, like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has been a thing for a lot. There's a lot of mandated vaccines, and they have been No, I mean, any of, any of us who went to public school, I mean, I'm assuming in any state, sure. we are. I mean, Absolutely, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I, I think I'm, that, re- I'm registering my daughter for uh, what they call transitional kindergarten. And uh, on oh, Friday, wow. I got to get her a bunch of shots. She's uh, she's four. I don't mandate the COVID shot, even if she was older. But there's a whole bunch that I have to get her. Uh, I, you know, I don't I don't know where she's at in her mumps, rubella, you know, any of that stuff. But we've all sure, got sure. those shots. And yeah. uh, I, I think that a lot of, uh, you know, our parents were probably... I mean, our parents were probably easier, you know, more at ease with that because it's like they got them, their parents got them, and they're like, yeah, these are the shots that you get to go to stuff. This new one, you know, it's uh, it's still very new. And uh, you can ask a lot of questions about it. And, I, you know, I understand people asking questions and uh, not wanting to get it. Uh, it just sort of depends on where you live as to how that impacts your life. You know, if you live in Los That's Angeles exactly and you don't right. get it, you just, if like, you get it, it, yeah. If you get it, if you don't get the shot and you live in Los Angeles, you just have to be okay with like, well, uh, I need to be able. I just have to get shots. I mean, sorry, I have to get um, I have to get tested all the time. And then when it gets into like restaurants, won't let you in for dine in. That seems shitty. But so far, I haven't heard of like, well, you can't go to the supermarket without being vaxxed. So like the essential things. Right. You know, and and I don't, you know, I, 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 like I said, I don't know if it's right. I understand where some of it comes from and why it's all so regionally based. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's what's right 
I just know what what made sense for me and and for my family, and, uh, and that you know, is what it should be, man. That is exactly yeah. how it should be. We all should have it. It should be a choice. This is still fucking America, you know. And <laughs> you know we are uh, in a lot of ways wholly uninformed and just ignorant fucks uh, on mass. It'll depend regardless of the population size out here in the middle of the country. I'm dealing with some genuinely ignorant people, but they're ignorant on a smaller scale. You put people, you cram people together and I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to frame ignorance in, into what you're talking and in, in what you're referring to, but it's, uh, but I mean, ignorance it, it can be defined as sort of you know um, a lack of information, you know. Right. And sure, I think depending on you know, and I think a lot of people are guilty of that. My my friends on the super far left are uh, very ignorant in a lot of information. My friends on the super far right, some of them are very, very ignorant, right. you know. So wow. it's just like you know, it's like where do you get your information from and. Uh, why are you not willing to hear other things? You know, a long time ago, I think that this barometer has changed, but going back like 15 years, my old boss, Dennis Miller, would say like, you know, it's basically if you were to get like, a, you know, like the, the New York Times and the Washington Times or the New York Post and the Washington Post, those are very ideologically different places so it's like if you go to both maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle i don't think it's as cut and dried as that but i think the kernel of that idea is still there you know it's like yeah you should you know and and i and i've long thought that somebody ought to have made a killing you know giving just actual information with no editorializing yeah. but i guess there's there's no market for that so well, <laughs> well and and part of that whole thing it's interesting that you bring that up because one thing that uh, you run a that I've run into a lot kind of in this is the whole idea of uh clickbait and needing to have like a catchy title in order to uh you know attract eyes and and whatnot. And you know, there is the whole thing of if we just reported the news with no spin, it would be too boring for some people, and so true, you know, yeah. would it would it well, be- I- would it be better? Right. Sure. But would it make as much money? Probably not. So that's why it doesn't happen on either side. Yeah. And I mean, there is, uh, <laughs> it's been said for as long as I can remember, uh, just about, uh, about the, the difference between the internet, the internet's not real life. And, the advent of social media over the last decade plus it's like a whole it's a whole new thing you know it's still not real life but there is a whole population of people that have lived their entire lives here on the internet yeah you know there's a lot of people in this country and outside of it and uh discerning reality from falsehood Again, it's is a historically treacherous path. It's I think it's I feel like it's why everything's so fucking confused right now because normal uh, thinking, I guess, 
generally normal thinking people who spend almost all of their free time on Facebook outside of taking care of their friends and their family, their kids and their responsibilities. All they see is uh, the headlines. And I mean, I'm, I'm projecting a little bit here because I, (laughs) I've definitely done that before. Uh, You know, I'm relatively new to the internet as longtime listeners would know, or, I mean, you know, this, this form of interacting with it, but uh, you know, I don't remember what the point was. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Phil, you haven't said anything in a minute. You still there? Yep, still here. I okay. uh, what's up? I was just gonna Nothing. say, you know, I, I know Christian. You and I have talked. I know that you knew uh, Andrew Breitbart back in the day, and I, I was thinking, I was just thinking last night. You know, obviously, we have no way of knowing what he would think, but I, I almost have to wonder because I know back in the day he was a bit of a Twitter addict, self-admittedly, but yeah, absolutely. I, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, would Andrew still enjoy Twitter if he were still around today? Or would it be too much of a dumpster fire even, even for him now? Because I, I, It's a great question. I also feel like, you know, uh, he would have just because of the, the nature of his, his name and, you know what he does he he would have been under uh, you know one of the, like an industrial strength microscope and probably wouldn't be able to be on twitter without you know cha- adding new accounts you know sort of like uh, you know, anybody who tries to follow Anthony Cumia, uh, he is always up as something different and never his name because he gets kicked off pretty regularly. And so, yeah, I think, it, I, I, you know, but the, the bigger question, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he, he loved the immediacy, the interaction, and uh, he would always retweet, like, he was the first person I knew to do this. A lot of people do it, but is retweet the most vile like hate-filled comments and he he just loved that stuff you know people that disliked him that much and he would just retweet them because it's like sort of shining a light like this person said this you know publicly <laughs> you know this wasn't a dm so uh yeah i do, I, I do wonder I, I think about that sometimes you know what he would uh what he would think about just social media and you know it's it, it, like it's it's admirable all the people who have tried to start other companies and, and and offshoots and things, but it's still hard to if you're not Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, TikTok, you know, if you're not one of those, you're not reaching as many people. And uh, so I I I would like to see uh, if Andrew Breitbart had uh, dance routines on TikTok though that would have uh, that would have been amazing. I I, uh, I feel like he I feel like he would definitely have a dance routine on, on TikTok. Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. I, I also feel like him and Tim Dillon would have <laughs> would have already yeah. started a, a podcast by now. <clears throat> After they yeah, that's uh, a great point. Yeah, Tim Dillon is. Uh, it's funny because Tim Dillon is one of those people that, like, if you know, a, I don't mean if you know him because I don't, I don't know him personally, even remotely. But if you know who he is and you get like, I don't want to call it shtick because that's demeaning, but if you get what his approach is, he's one of the funniest people uh, working today. You know, he's and very funny. So funny, and uh, but a lot of people, even people who consider themselves 
open-minded and like a lot of comedy like you know maybe like oh yeah somebody who you that any of us know that might be like oh yeah the new Chappelle was great louis ck's new special was great both of which are things that are true they may not even know tim dylan just because of you know where he gets the opportunity to shine isn't as mainstream as having a netflix special you know but then at the same time you know you see guys like you know shane gillis put his latest special on on youtube and he's got like millions of views very you know and it's like his new special yeah his new special is great you know and i i think even some of your older sort of i don't call them establishment but other comedians are just starting to realize like uh, like Jim Florentine's been around forever. He's one of the puppets on uh, on uh, Crank Yankers, you know, among, yeah. amongst other things. And he put his special on there because it's like, you know, it's like we had Netflix didn't call, <laughs> so the next best thing is like just put it up there. People will watch it, and then they're they, you know, you have a link in there for when you have tickets on sale uh, or you know to buy an album or whatever you put out. Uh, so yeah, it's it's almost it's more useful as that material, and uh, you know Tim Dillon, like is you know other comics who actually like him are like outraged at how much money he makes on Patreon. You know, I think Whitney yeah. Cummings is very good friends with him, and she, I think she was one of the ones who oh, posted. See, Tim like, Dillon, Tim Dillon as a homo, he's because he's got that gay man ambition. He's just he's ready to fucking go. He will dive the fuck in. He does not give a shit. <laughs> he's ready to go he puts it all in wherever yeah. it's going it's it's just all there that's kind he's of got his, his he's got his fake his business merchandise you know i mean yeah. it's great yeah it's, uh, it's his great. megan right his megan mccain impersonations oh, were so probably good. the funniest thing maybe i've yeah. ever seen I, as far as and, impersonations go and i have a couple of friends who worked with uh megan mccain in radio and uh i i hit uh, tim dylan's impressions i think are very kind <laughs> comparatively yeah <laughs> i know I, I bring it up all the time but i'm not going to mention the, the podcast but i will the dark horse in the current comedy um like i don't want to say the z word uh but like the most influential, most successful, um, is although he's exceptionally lazy, uh, is Nick Mullen. He was a friend of Tim Dillon and is also, uh, on I don't even remember what fucking show it was, but recently commented on Tim Dillon's success on Patreon, making fucking like 200,000, you know, $200,000 yeah. a month or some shit or a year, whatever it was. But uh, I I think it's a month, which it is may be a month. Yeah, crazy. but yeah, there's a I, I'm not a I don't look into much of anything anymore. I, I used to be this when I first got into the internet, quote unquote. I was you know I never really went on Reddit for much of anything, or anywhere else for that matter. But I just kind of observe things and and make judgments based on what I see, without looking further into it. It's it it serves me well, and I enjoy it. But um, the Come Town podcast and Nick, which is Nick Mullen's podcast, is uh, I, the, thanks to YouTube and the wonderful algorithms, I have been suggested or recommended rather videos of people. I, I don't even know who the fuck they are, and they get like two thousand views. But there's actual uh, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live skits within the last year or two that are straight up Come Town bits. 
So there's like, yeah, no, I, I, and I'm not, I, I've, I've heard of that, uh, of come town and, and the it's guys horrible. involved, but I, I've heard specifically it's what horrible. you're talking don't about. Listen to it. I don't know, but I, I've no, heard but my that, point uh, is, that is SNL has turned. Yeah. That, that like, yeah, that you have like, you know, look, SNL has like 25 writers uh, easily. Yeah. And and I think to uh, make a splash, sometimes people uh, borrow things that they think they're not going to get caught, and that might have worked in like 1985. You know, sure, you can't yeah, really do it now. The internet. You know? yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, so but yeah, uh, again, uh, Tim Dillon is uh, prolific, and not only is he funny, he's very smart. He he, uh, I think that's why he he's doing so well. Uh, because he's uh, not just ambitious, but he is thoughtful, you know, uh, very mindful, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I mean, he's certainly one of my favorite comedians, I mean, working today, other than, other than Louis C.K., I think, I think Louis, as of the current comics, is probably my favorite uh, at the moment. Uh, but then, I mean, we also have the whole spear up YouTubers that are coming up too now. And oh yeah, that's uh, you know that's incredibly interesting. And I mean, the other thing is, so, someone mentioned uh, Compound, and you know, like Anthony Kumi or not, uh, you know, Compound has found some great comedians. You know, in the past couple of years, um, you know, you have yeah. Uh, Dixon with the end, you know, with the New York crime report. And, uh, you, Christian, you were actually on compound just this week, weren't you? Uh, just this week. I was on with, uh, Don Jameson. I've been on his mm-hmm. show a couple of times and I was actually supposed to have been in New York this past week before, uh, before the scourge of COVID darkened the door of my home. But, uh, so I was going to be there in studio, but I just did it on zoom and, you know, it was fine. Um, but I've been on with him a couple of times and people might know Don. I've mentioned Jim Florentine before Don, Jim, and this guy, Eddie Trunk used to do this show on VH1 classic called that metal show. So it's, he's like very specifically like a hard rock, heavy metal comedian, Don Jameson. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I busted out like four or five jokes about, uh, Judas priest that, uh, I think he wanted to buy from me afterwards. So I was like, all right, good. You, uh... <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted. Oh, hell yeah. You you know you 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 should uh you know you you should you should hold on to those jokes and have people people. Well, there there were very specific jokes about Judas Priest going out there as a quartet, uh, and most people thought it was uh to, you know with only one guitarist, and the idea was that they were doing it to save money, and uh, so I was just like, well, how else are they going to try to? you know, cut costs from the budget. Is they gonna go out uh, hell bent for pleather? Uh was it going to be uh we're not not so much breaking the law but uh you know coming really close to damaging the law but not in a way that uh, we're held fiscally responsible. Uh, stuff like that. But then they they've since decided that they're not gonna go out as a quartet anymore. They're gonna have two guitarists. So basically in the one week that uh, I could have used those jokes and a couple others. Uh, you know, now it's like, all right, well, now they're not doing it. So, <laughs> you know, that's why you got to strike while the iron's hot. But, uh, you know, Combat has, uh, you know, we were tweeting earlier today at uh, 
Aaron Berg and how funny he was. And if you remember, Sam, how much uh, Dennis Miller loved having him on his podcast, he didn't yeah. know Aaron until I brought him to him. And, uh, you know, and just, uh, yeah, I mean, there's the, the just that Chrissy Mayer's on that that network and and the the thing about them is that it's it's subscription so they you have to pay to be there it's not just it's not just youtube so I, they they have a lot more leeway in what they can say and then i don't think they have to worry like the clips that they show during their shows and stuff i don't think they have to worry in the way that like you know we would streaming on youtube or discord or anywhere like that you know i used to i i mean i was I was a subscriber of compound for about like two years actually. And I, and I've, uh, and I've, I've said that if, uh, you know, if they bring you on more often, I might have, yeah, now to, you're uh, talking. I might have to, you know, re up that subscription because look, I, I love, I love Anthony Kumian. I love, uh, Chrissy Mayer, but, it's not worth a hundred dollars just for the two of. Them. Yeah, two of I mean Anthony does like four shows a week, but yeah, I mean it's and that's the thing too. It's like the thing about Patreon taking off is, uh, you know, if it's like a comedian you like, and you know a lot of them are smart. They're like, yeah, we do a show, but if you want a second episode every week, you know, you can give me. It's usually less, you know, like. Uh, a, I I I I've never I had never done Patreon, but I signed up for Artie Lang's mostly because he's funny, but also because I just feel like I I just whatever I can do to, to help help keep him out of trouble if yeah. six dollars a month helps. But it's like it's so you know, and and I think that uh, you know the comics have those different tiers and stuff in terms of how much it is, and it's like that's a direct way that you can support someone, you know, and uh, I think that. Uh, it's and you know back to tim dylan just sort of crushing on it and uh you know plenty of other guys uh, i think that yeah maybe you don't want to spend you know a hundred dollars a year for somebody's you know online streaming network but then a couple of comics that you do like that have maybe smaller podcasts you you might maybe you do you know twelve dollars a month or something you know it, it spread it out a little bit so i've, I've invested i i bought it like right in the beginning like right in the beginning compound media like when it, well oh, yeah. back yeah back when it was still just the anthony cumia show right or the anthony yeah. cumia yeah like i yeah, still the, i yeah. yeah um so i mean yeah, it, I, the, my, my thing like that that i did was um you know it's uh i haven't really listen much in a couple of years but um i i bought when uh before sirius and xm merged uh, i bought a lifetime subscription to sirius mm -hmm. in 2005 it was 500 dollars. people thought i was crazy uh but and i figured when they merged with xm they were going to tell me like no this is a new company your subscription doesn't work anymore but then it did and I'm like, oh, okay, so I haven't given them any money since 2005, you know. So, uh, yeah, when you can get in on stuff like that, uh, I think uh, it's worth doing. And, yeah, I mean, I think if if you listen to – I mean, there's great – you know, back to Anthony. I mean, there's a lot of – like his show alone is, is enough to – you know, he does four shows a week, what, two hours a day. Mm -hmm. But then there's all the other shows too. So, yeah, I, I mean, it just sort of depends. And that's sort of the great thing is like – 
You know, he, he these are things that you pay a little bit extra for in the grand scheme of things, uh, and and you can really control the content that you get back when it was like, well, you're going to watch whatever's on Comedy Central and you're going to like it, or you're not going to watch anything, you know? So uh, it's great to have as many choices as we do now, for sure. Yeah, it it definitely is. The, the, one, the one thing that I'm, you know, very interested in is the fact that, like, HBO Max has kind of taken off the way, you know, it has, and... That's... Speaking of which, has anybody else has anybody else watched Peacemaker on HBO Max? Uh, not not yet. I I can't. I, I, I'm not I'm not even remotely like a John Cena fan. I, I've never really watched wrestling, but that show is so unbelievably funny. I mean, it's a it's a spinoff of the most recent Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version, and it's so fucking funny. The first three episodes are there. I watched them all last night. Uh, it's like everything about it. Like the it's just you know, got a very like a, adult comedic sensibility. It does not take itself seriously, even remotely. And, uh, it's super violent as well. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's like why streaming services were invented, that kind of like content. So it's everything you want from, uh, book of Boba Fett, but don't get. Oh yeah. I mean the, the, the dances with Tuscan Raiders, uh, sequence was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I was uh, talking to our friend Will Sterling about this earlier, and he pointed out, so this is his idea, I'm giving credit to him, but uh, that in the third episode of Book of Boba Fett, not a huge spoiler, his new crew is basically Griff and his crew from Back to the Future Part 2. And that there's also the same, like they have like a Back to the Future um, chase sequence in that episode. And it's it, it just, it's so underwhelming. And also like, Boba Fett, people loved Boba Fett because he barely talked and he just looked so cool and he was this badass bounty hunter. But he's like actually like a super nice guy and very uh, and very like uh, emotionally complicated. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't want that from I didn't want that from Boba Fett. Like yeah. I, I take that from a lot of characters, but he's not the one that I wanted. I didn't want a kinder, gentler Boba Fett. Well, in in see, in pe- people think that this is going to be some sort of anti. Uh, SJW, you know, Disney type of thing, but it, it, you know, it, it's not, but this is the problem with, that I've had with Disney Star Wars, which is that they've overly sanitized, like, a lot of characters, and I think Boba Fett is the perfect example, like, when Book of Boba Fett was first announced, I was kind of like, oh, well, I would love, like, a Sons of Anarchy, or, like, a Breaking Bad type of Oh you know, God, yeah. Set in, set in the Star Wars universe, but it's not. But sadly, I don't think it's going to happen because yeah. it's Disney. Well, I think and Star Wars I, I think and, you're right. And the reason why Mandalorian works is that he's a new character, you know, and they were able to kind of shape who he was. We had an expectation for what Boba Fett was, yeah. and that's just not really what we're getting. And look, as of yet, we're three episodes into an eight, eight or nine episode series, so. Maybe there is the there is the big uh, heel turn, as they say. But uh, uh, I, I would be surprised if, if if that's where this goes, you know. And uh, I, I, when I when they teased like Book of Boba Fett like a year ago, I thought it was going to be like a you know a Disney Plus movie. This was like two hours. I was like, I didn't know it was going to be an ongoing series. So yeah, there's there's only so many Walter White and uh, Tony Sopranos out there where 
you have series focused on truly bad people. <laughs> and uh, I guess that the, the Disney's like, ah, Boba Fett's not so bad. Come on. You know? I mean, it it's not even that he had to be bad. It's just, I, you know, I always like the moral ambiguity of, of, the, of the character. I mean, yeah. you know. He's a bounty hunter. Who's got the most money? You yeah. Know? <laughs> He's... He, <laughs> He's John Wick in space before John Wick even existed. Although we all know that Keanu is supposedly the nicest guy that you'll ever meet from, from what I've heard. I've, I've heard very nice things about Keanu, but uh, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> so we, we went down a, a Boba Fett uh, rabbit hole, we, but uh, oh yeah, I, I did bring up a uh, peacemaker. That, we, that, I think I did that. Well, and we, well, and I, I saw, I saw your tweet about how, uh, you know, peacemaker can't be any worse than, than Boba Fett. That was, Oh, well, I, mean, I said, I, I said three episodes in peacemaker is greater than book of Boba Fett, which is not what I would have expected. Yeah. Now, uh, they both have three episodes and uh, one of them is amazingly entertaining like almost every minute of the show and the other one is Boba Fett. I mean I I don't I don't blame John Cena for leaving WWE though. That's cool. like the worst. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's just Oh, it's done. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Yeah. I am sorry that I said fucking Taiwan is a country. Fuck you, you're East Taiwan, you fucking Chinese pieces of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. That is very true. That's very true. You yeah, know, no, I mean, yeah, like everybody saw, like, look what, look, you know, you, the, everybody saw what Dwayne Johnson did. And, and John Cena's like, yeah, I can, I, 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 I don't even have to do that. But like that's really the approach I should take is just try and be more like DJ, you know. Yeah, I mean, WWE has become incredibly bad too. It's like you know when you like like, and and when when Bro. when John Cena left, he left really. He was kind of like boo. He was like it was like a mix of cheers and boos or whatever. Listen, and it was man. like once he came back, he was getting cheered. And why? Because the product got so bad that they were pretty much begging for him to play any role at all whatsoever. The, hold on. When the World Wrestling Federation cut to the World Wildlife Federation, I checked the fuck out. I'm pretty sure it was like 15 years, 12, 13. I don't even know. That was a long fucking time ago. But, yeah, but I mean, you know what? WWF? You know what my takeaway was from that? Don't fuck with pandas, all right? Because they even took down Vince McMahon. That's yeah, that's how hardcore exactly. the pandas are. <laughs> yeah, the PETA. They're they. Yeah, they're global, man. The U.S. government couldn't even take down Vince McMahon, but it, fuck with a bunch of pandas. Yeah, <laughs> that dude's going down. Is that uh, early days of the internet? Hmm. Was it not? Is that not when that happened? Or am I misrepresenting? No, no, you're no, you're right. Look, I look, I just, I just remember still the the greatest thing from my childhood was watching a then billionaire and real estate developer Donald Trump beat the crap out of Vince McMahon uh, <laughs> on national TV. Which makes me feel old. Which got turned into a meme, right? Yeah. The CNN meme? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which got turned into a meme, which then led to people being, which then led to that same meme being blackmailed uh, by CNN, supposedly. Oh my god, that's right. I forgot and, about uh, that. No, CNN straight up docks that dude. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was in like 20, what was that? 2015? Yeah. That was before he was president. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like. Holy shit. Yeah, and that that was back when that was back when he was like a joke candidate too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, the uh yeah, the the Guess the, what you fucking nerds. Yeah. Uh in chat, I'm going to eat some beef jerky on on Mike. I haven't eaten on Mike in a while. Ice. Sorry guys. <laughs> really so so you're doing uh you're doing ASMR on your birthday stream. Uh-huh. Dude, oh, that's a it's his birthday gift to you, Sam. Do, a little, do, uh, little do we need to uh, uh you know what I'm gonna eat the fucking um uh the oxygen absorber packet on Mike and then die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll just hold the mic to my mouth while I die chewing on this fucking thing well, that I'm not supposed to eat. Well don't well well don't do that. I don't need I don't need I'm just kidding, man. I don't need a, I don't need a suicide uh you know, on there. No, come on, man. I would have my so, fucking camera on if I were doing that. I would, I yeah, would want to leave on. something to the world. Uh, I don't uh, get to make uh, sure you get the views. I, you know, I, <laughs> but, you know, maybe, maybe the, the, you know, I, I feel good though because I'm getting ASMR. <laughs> Usually that, that stuff is reserved for OnlyFans. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Which, well, the the ultimate way of uh, directly delivering content uh, to uh, people, you know, it's uh, you really cut out a lot of the other the other stuff. It's like, you know, it's would you you know, the girls are like, you 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 want to see me naked? Great, just give me money. And like, all right, perfect. You know, what, what could what could be wrong with that? You know, it's uh, I I know people who do quite well on it, and they're not even like the stuff they do isn't even super explicit. You know, that's yeah, it's, I uh, I do too actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, young, yeah, young, young gal called Kiwi, and I don't even know how I ran across her on Twitter, but she drives like fucking two hundred thousand dollar cars. Nice. She's like five foot two, <laughs> skinny as shit, and she has a free OnlyFans. Uh, she's some kind of model, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I again, like most things, I don't look into it at all. But she's in my timeline. And <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it's a it's a fucking it's a new world, I guess. But um, damn it, I was told that that threw me off. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, well, you know, look, we're talking about you know, and 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 I'm gonna have to look up Kiwi because obviously, just thinking about her it seems to have distracted you. <laughs> Kiwi, so <laughs> Kiwi, the, Kiwi the small, Kiwi the small, nice. Yeah, yeah, like small, like uh, the the meme talk, S M L L small yeah so sam i heard you saying before some of the things you were going to do for your birthday so you haven't seen spider-man yet but you're going to go see it I, uh yeah i have i haven't seen it yet but thank but thanks to emergency awesome motherfucker i uh i already know all the spoilers because of your well, uh because of your thumbnail well, well 
uh, what I'll what I'll say is like at this point, if you get it spoiled like a month after yeah, it came out, I it's don't... a little bit on you. But there, you know, I think that I was surprised at how like people I knew who saw it like a couple weeks after it came out and it hadn't been spoiled. But yeah, I mean, I I've seen like T-shirts for sale now that are basically. If you wear it, you're a walking spoiler for like the coolest thing about the movie. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, do you want to be? Do you want to be that guy? You know, yeah. because it's like there might be people who still don't know. You know. So. Well, and 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 to be fair, I mean, it it is it it has been a month. I don't really. I'm one of those people that I'll see a movie even if even if it has been spoiled for me, and I'll still yeah. also enjoy. It. Like the the fact me too. Yeah, I don't care about spoilers really, honestly. The fact that most people most people can't articulate a good movie, a good story, especially a movie or or TV show. Sopranos is a good example. Uh, but aside from that, like no matter how much you know about like spoiler wise about like plot points and shit like that, a good show, a good movie, honestly, I don't think can be ruined by. Spo- I mean. I guess it can be to a certain extent. Like sure, the surprise it can, but, no, you're, certain... but you're, you're you're stressing the 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 important point is that if it's good. So I yeah. I saw I saw the Sixth Sense, knowing the spoiler. That is not a good movie if you know he's a ghost the whole time. It's okay, but it's like that's a big reveal and that's like really cool. But uh, you know, whereas I think like Usual Suspects, if you know he's Kaiser Soze, that's fine it's still a pretty cool movie, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think it just, sometimes the, the, the big shock, the big surprise, sometimes it's like, Oh, actually the movie wasn't that great if it weren't for that. So I I think there's something to what you're saying. This Spider-Man movie, I think is if you like Spider-Man movies and superhero shit, it's, it's good. Even if you know every single thing that happens in it, I know that I missed that part because I did watch that movie in theaters uh, like a week and a half ago. And I think I mentioned it, Sammy, uh, uh, last time I was on the show or one of the times, but recently. And I, the girl that I've been dating is younger and she's, she's likes that Marvel shit. And, you know, it's whatever. I don't mind going to movies. No. You have to, uh, yeah. But you have to, you have to be in on that stuff to to enjoy it. You know, I mean, it's sure. like Avengers I mean, Endgame. It's like, did you like the twenty two movies that came before? Because if you didn't, you're not going to be that excited by it. You that's, know, <laughs> that's the yeah. thing. Is like, I went to Black Widow, the the most recent. We went to Black Widow, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this goddamn movie? Because I don't watch the Marvel movies. I don't give a shit about the Marvel universe. I really don't. The MCU does not mean a goddamn thing to me because they're not good movies. They're just spectacle. I can watch if I can watch them uh one off just sit down and watch a one movie and be entertained without being without going god damn it I don't know what the fuck is going on here then I'm good with that uh you know and Endgame I was able to watch that and still get enough of it that I somewhat enjoyed it but it's still like I don't want to watch all these fucking movies dude I don't but home or uh no way home is one of the best movies I've seen in theater. I watched Dune in theaters uh, recently, which I said, I think, on if not on this show, then I meant to, um, was the best cinematic experience I've had in probably over a decade. Just that movie 
I've not read the books. I don't know much. I didn't watch the uh, original movie by um, David Lynch. David Lynch. David Lynch. Right. Um, but it was so good, man. I. It's so long. I didn't think about anything but the movie. It was very good. I very much enjoyed it cinematically. I I loved it. Um, but um, the Marvel movies, in my experience, are not. I don't know. <laughs> what was it? Um, I I feel like you might have just. I think I think a small part of Christian might have just died. No, uh, it, right. look. I mean, I, I look. I, I look. I, I know. I know people that like saw one Star Wars movie, and they're like, "Yeah, it's not from any of the the best one." You know, well, one of the sure. best, whatever the sure, first sure. one. And it's like if you see it and it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, you know, like people get angry that like I, I, you know, and Sam's heard me talk about this. That I was just like, no, I've never watched Game of Thrones. I don't like you know hobbits and dragons and shit. It might be. It, it, I might even. It's just. I'm not just not into it. It's just not my thing. It doesn't mean that no one else is allowed to like it, but it's like, you know, and and we sort of live in that. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, people think politics is polarizing, but uh, pop culture, it's like, well, how can you not watch this thing? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just game, not into it. Well, Game you of can, Thrones, be- Game of Thrones was like a yeah, okay, they have they have dragons, they have cool shit like dragons and white walkers, but you also have to see the floppy wieners and incest. <laughs> like, there's a there's a deal that you have to make there. Well, yeah, but for, for me, I just want the cuts of just the floppy wieners all put together. Okay. I don't want anything else. That's that's yeah. why I don't want the dragons. Unless they're floppy dragon wieners. But yeah, you know, it's... But you're right, and it's just like, people take it personally when you're like, oh, like, you know, and look, if you work on a show and somebody tells you you hate it, well, yeah, maybe that you feel shitty. It's like, wow, I've spent like, you know, my whole life working on this thing. But it's like if you watch something that you like, and somebody else actually watches it and they don't like it. It's like, all right, so can you not be friends with that person? You know, I mean, and uh, I don't know. It's like, guys, it, hold on. I just had a wild realization. Um. I'm going to preface this with The Sopranos, which Sammy and anybody that listens knows that I just recently watched the entirety of for the first time from start to finish, which is around 85 hours of content, right? The entirety of the MCU in the movies, as far as movies goes, is 50 hours and 35 minutes. And I was, I brought this up. I, the only reason I Googled this was to go, I'm not going to fucking go through all these hours of, of, you know, of these movies and shit to, you know, catch up on this. And I mean, I guess the difference is this, the Sopranos is one thing. It's one story. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all contained in one thing. Whereas the MCU is all these other movies, characters, blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I'm actually kind of I kind of lost my point because I thought it no, was but a you're lot saying more. I thought like, it was a lot more hours. It, it, you, the Sopranos is more hours, but it's obviously you know one of if not the best I mean, it's, show it's ever. It's a significant it time investment. It's a significant uh, time I, investment. Well, right, but it depends on how do you personally want to invest your time. I don't want to invest my time in Game of Thrones, and I'd rather it's my. Time. I'd rather invest. You're right. I'd rather invest my time doing blow smoke and hookers than you know. 
smoking hookers. Hell yeah. Blow smoke, blow smoke and hookers. Let's do it. Let's go, man. Yeah, I Look. mean, that, that's really that, that, you know, streaming services are for people that don't spend their time doing those things because it's like, well, why don't you, why don't you watch all this? But yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like you want to watch you know, all like what 24 seasons of law and order SVU. If you love that show, great, but that's a lot to fucking watch of anything you want to watch every, every episode of hee haw, you know, it just depends on what you like. You know, there's a lot yeah. of, there's so much stuff out there and you know, like does somebody want to keep current on 32 seasons of the Simpsons? Or did you fall off after like nine? Like most people. Yeah. Know? Yeah, to back up a little bit, I feel like we have so much choice of good content, especially TV-wise, thanks to The Sopranos. Everybody, I mean, everybody. I don't understand how people, like, hate-watch series. I can see watching a movie that you think is going to be terrible and enjoying that. You know, that's sort of the Mystery Science Theater effect. But, like, people who, like... That show, Girls, that was on HBO for a while, you know, the Lena Dunham show, the people that I knew who watched it all hated it. And I'm like, why do you watch it then? You know, it's like, I, I, I don't have enough time to watch the stuff I really, really want to watch. So, no, I don't have time to watch the stuff that I think I would hate, you know? There's some weird, there's something weird going on in the human psychology there because I have done that. I have, (laughs) I have ignored the things that I enjoy to watch and categorize and, you know, um, catalog the things that I hate. I've literally, I mean, it's documented. I've done that. That's how I met Sam. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh it's, it's a weird way. You got, you guys met hate watching something. No, well, Owen, uh, the Owen Benjamin thing. I mean, I started oh. <laughs> with on a shitty, just what like I was a tacit viewer of the man. If you could call him that. And uh, Owen was a part of it. Or I'm sorry. Sammy was a part of an elite uh, crew that helped bring Owen Benjamin to his current state. Which, which, um, which by the way, pa- which, by the way, Christian Paul P. Uh, was was in that club, too. So another another so person that. Yeah. Another person that doesn't like either of us. Uh, yeah, no, he never. Anyway, he, yeah, he no. So I, I was yeah. just, I was just <laughs> randomly making videos about this fucking idiot, and uh, this elite group was like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And then I met this uh, crippled boy wonder here. And uh, there's something to when you're going so far as to generating content because you hate something. There, you know, doing shows about hate watching, or you know, there's. Uh, there's like a, I think it's a podcast about reading celebrity memoirs and they're all terrible. So obviously, you know, you're doing it for a reason. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, if that's what, if you enjoy watching stuff that is terrible more than watching, you know, something that's great, there's so that, you know, that's fine. I just mean for uh, me personally, I don't, I don't well, hold have on. time for that. Let, no. Hold on. I actually, I'm glad you said that because I do need to clarify a little bit. It wasn't more, it wasn't like a hate watching thing. I found uh, Owen, this character, just, ta- I, I was not an internet person. It just found him tacitly, it handed up on my YouTube feed. So I started watching him and I would listen to him as I did work around the house, the yard, whatever. He, uh, ex Hollywood guy that 
talked about the, you know, the failings of Hollywood and, and being a real dude, living in the country, raising a family, blah, 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 all this other shit. Very many, uh, a great number of valuable things that people need to learn, this is, which is the hard part. But he, over time, just, again, tacitly listening to, listening to him, uh, noticing the danger of the shit that he's talking about because a lot of ego came into it it wasn't about you do you it was about you know uh crushing dissent of all sorts and uh there's this whole gummy thing and blaming a, <laughs> a certain couple of individuals of sending him poisonous gummies to poison him and his family that i happen to see live uh or hear live rather and there was a, I just felt an urge to point it out. I wasn't, it wasn't like a hate watching thing. I felt like a, an actual drive to point out something wrong that I saw. Like this dude, as many things as he says good, he's probably leading you the wrong way because there's ego involved more than he will admit. Uh, I don't know. It's a uh, very long and very, very well, well worn uh, path, but. Yeah. I I think to I think to sum him I think to sum his character up I think he's one of these he's one of these people he might he might have left Hollywood but Hollywood never left him so to speak so to speak I mean he and that I mean that that is one thing I do want to ask uh, that I've wanted to ask Christian for a while I, I'm not asking for specifics but twelve inches is working well. Well, come on, we we all we all knew that, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, the 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 question is the question is, uh, I mean, you you've been in Hollywood for a while, and as far as uh, you know, egos go, are there are are there certain people who you've just you've worked with, and you're like, yeah, they're really egotistical and they have you know major problems or you know, is... the the surprising thing is that you know it, it's a good way to use this microcosm would be like when i so when i interned at saturday night live was in 1998 so it's like a very specific cast uh the probably the biggest most successful person to come out of that era is will ferrell who at least in 1998 literally one of the nicest people you could ever be around. He's a very sweet, very kind person. And uh, a lot of people don't remember Chris Kattan, but he was an Corky asshole Romano. and full of himself. Yeah, Corky Romano, and he was such a dick. And, it, you know, a lot of times the ego and arrogance is not the people that, you know, look, there's people that there's people that are brilliant, you know, and it's sometimes you're like, all right, I guess this, you know, it's like, you just, you know, in your head, think of like your favorite musician, favorite actor, and you're like, they're so good. And then if you met them, they were dick, like, yeah, but they're so good. I guess the, you know, maybe it went to their head or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's usually, that's usually not the case. You know, a lot of times those, those do tend to be really nice people. It is people who, uh, maybe it's a defense mechanism for, you know, <laughs> subpar talent, uh, that, uh, some people just get carried away with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, you definitely run into people where ego is a problem. 
Uh, and uh, I think a lot of people, it is, it's insecurities, you know? I mean, if you work with comedians, like I did a lot, a lot of them are just incredibly insecure people. And it's, you know, it's just sort of the way that they handle it is, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, to sort of be a, to be a dick, you know? Um, but I'd say for the most part, people are a lot nicer than you expect them to be. Um, but, uh, you know, like there's people who like, you know, a good example is Dennis Miller, who's like on camera persona was always bit, you know, like on camera, he'd always be a little bit of a prick and always a smart ass. But in real life, he's not actually like that at all. You yeah. know, uh, David Spade is someone that I didn't know as well, but anytime I've ever been around him, he was also very nice. You know, he's also, he's very sardonic sort of, uh, you know, in terms of comedy. So, uh, you know, and then, uh, Norm Macdonald was, we did a whole show about him. He was a fucking genius, but he was also smart enough to have this, uh, wonderful woman named Lori Joe Hoekstra who worked for him, who was probably one of the nicest people on the planet. So it, it, him being a little rough around the edges was offset by how nice Lori Joe was. So he's smart enough to know that at least. The, you know? the, I, I did want to bring something up about Norm that I didn't get a chance to bring up last time. But the oh. one thing that I, that I found funny was the fact that Ann Coulter, who is also known for being rough around the edges to put it, you know, to put it politely, uh, I've I've never seen Ann Coulter talk dirty be- before, or I've never heard I've never heard her flirt. But uh, the oh one time God. that she did appear on Dennis on Dennis's show when Norm was hosting, I I couldn't stop laughing because she was basically hitting on Norm the entire time. Oh my time. God! Yeah. Yes, I, I that that is uh, that is a high point. Uh, one of the high points of doing that show, and it was a day that Dennis wasn't there, but Norm was, and uh, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, I mean, Anne's a very interesting person because you know we were talking about pro wrestling before. She's somebody who understands. You know, it's like, uh, well, if I say this thing that that uh, outrages people, uh, it'll help me sell my book, and if I say this thing that. Uh, will surprise the people who support me, you know, when she was really hard on Trump about the wall and all this stuff. It was, you know, it it was just like being pro Trump wasn't going to help her brand, at least in her mind. So she was like, I'll just go the other way. And I I don't know, she hasn't had a book out in a little while. So I usually feel like I understand what Anne's doing, but uh, I don't don't quite know what it is at the moment. But uh, yeah, but she was one of the few people, the first people that I ever saw that, didn't go anywhere without a bodyguard because she's such a target, you know, and I, you know, obviously there's the scary ways that public figures need to keep themselves safe, but just, you know, just conversationally, somebody sees somebody like her, they probably are like, Oh, I'm going to tell her, give her a piece of my mind. No, you're not this huge dude who goes everywhere with her is not going to let you get anywhere near her, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was, uh, the, I, you know, one of my like, like the, she's like the heel professional wrestler totally 100 yeah. percent, and and really like one of my very few like name droppy uh moments was uh was, i guess it was uh cpac in 2008 uh i was out at an event with Anne and andrew breitbart were both there and it was like you know it, it, and she was she 
let's just say she'd had a couple too many, but she was, she was very funny and uh, incredibly likable. I had talked to her on the phone before, but I'd never actually been around her. Uh, so she's somebody that you might imagine you meet her and she's, uh, you know, an asshole, but my, my sister who lived in DC at the time was with me and she interned for Chuck Schumer of all people. And it's like, it wasn't like, Anne couldn't talk to her. You know what I mean? It was like the fact that the politics would have been so far apart. Didn't mean she couldn't talk to my sister, you know? So I I don't know. I, I think that, uh, uh, so, you know, the, I think more people will surprise you in the way like that than surprise you in the way of like, oh man, I really wish this person wasn't an asshole. But maybe I also haven't met enough people <laughs> to to answer that question. Well, I mean, you you you've met, you know, you met. I I mean, I don't want to name drop the entire art of people that you know I know you've met, but one, you know, specifically that. Someone that an I all that an in real life friend of mine actually mentioned. Uh, he was like, "Wait a minute, you you know someone who knows who's met Gene Simmons?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, Gene, I never Gene, yeah, Gene's definitely somebody who would fall into the ego category because uh, it, it, it you know he's got a lot of reason to be full of himself. He's been successful, yeah, you know, beyond even his wildest estimations." But it's, I think to some extent, it's it's a bit of an act. I'm sure if you like work with Gene, maybe you really get to see all of it. I've only ever dealt with him as a as a guest on a podcast or a radio show, and you know I've been in the same room as him, and uh, you know he was very nice in that setting. You know he he signed something for me and that's all I needed. So, um, but yeah, I, I look, I could imagine that if you really got to spend time with Gene, maybe he, he's a bit of a dick, but he, he, that my interaction with him was not that. So did he, did he sign your wife? That's, that's the question. Oh, she wasn't there. No, no, no. I didn't, I, didn't, I don't bring my wife around the rock stars. You know, well, I mean, I, my, my wife did meet Alice Cooper with me, but, uh, you know, he's been married to the same woman since yeah, like the late seventies and he's, that, he was born again and his father was a preacher. So I didn't worry about Alice Cooper getting too close to my wife. That's probably, yeah, that's, that's probably, that's probably a good idea. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Sammy, um, I'm not going to say happy birthday because it's not your birthday yet. And I will be on stream with you, ideally, on your birthday. And I can tell you then. But I will say thank you both to Christian and Phil for coming on. But I have to go, uh, unfortunately. I have a guest. Oh, I got to get hey. out of here. All right. All right. Feel- uh, I, <laughs> I love you guys. All right. Chat, have a, have a good one. Sammy, you handsome crippled piece of shit. <laughs> uh, have a good weekend, <laughs> Phil. Good to talk to you again, and Likewise, Christian, you as well, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. You guys, have yeah, it's good to chat with you. Thanks show, for uh, yeah. chat. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, again. Well, I, good night. Well, I love you too, you predator-looking uh, alien fuck. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> good night, guys. Yeah. So uh, he's uh, uh, so he's in the Midwest. So that means it's what almost midnight, and he has company now. So he's talking booty call, right? Is that that what we should take away that's from prob- that? That's probably yes. That's I I'd put my money on that one. Yes. At, at, at least he at least he didn't do her on stream this time with the. Uh... Well, I, I don't know. Wouldn't that have been a great birthday gift to you, Sam? If he let you listen, you know. 
and and he he asked her like, "No, call me Sammy. It's for him." <laughs> listen, I listen. I'm not so sure that uh, I might enjoy that. The audience might enjoy that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not so. Then I might actually have to uh, contact Anthony and be like, "Listen, my show got banned off YouTube entirely. Uh, can I get <laughs> can I get a spot on com?" Uh, yeah, right. Compound. On compound. Uh, but apart from Spider-Man, I, what are else are the big birthday plans, Sam? I forgot that tonight's not actually your birthday, but I know it's coming up. What? So it's Monday's the actual day. Yeah, mo- yeah. Monday's my Monday's my actual day. Usually, I like to go out to a couple uh, bars on my birthday. But the thing of it is, is even in Florida, uh, some places are kind of. Uh, I mean, they're open, but just with Omnicron and everything, uh, you know, here's the thing. I might, I might not be into getting vaccinated, but the truth of the matter is, is I'm still careful and I think everyone should be. So, uh, you know, I, restaurants aren't open like they used to be. So, you know, I don't know. And plus, I mean, even though Monday is a holiday, it's still a Monday. So, right, yeah, you know. So, so what you're trying to say, Sam, is that you know you're a little bit careful. So you'll go to the strip club, but you won't eat at the buffet at the strip club, right? <laughs> that is, that is correct. That is correct. Smart, yeah. I you got to draw the line. You know, it's it's all about figuring out what you are comfortable with. Now, I know people that are okay to go to outside concerts uh they don't want to go to like small clubs and having gone to some small clubs they can be a little cramped i get it uh you know i mean in this day and age but uh yeah the 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 strip club buffet is usually where we should all draw the line yeah well and i i especially you know i haven't gotten coltrane's uh you know recommendations for that so he 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 would be the he would be the expert yeah i don't know if he knows i don't know if he knows where's good down that, that are you in are you are you in because it, it, i mean you're in florida and, and yeah, all I'm, i know is that like tampa I'm, is apparently the place to go yeah you know? i'm, I'm I mean. near i'm near tampa no leah okay. leah would probably be the person to ask yeah. although, although I yeah, also, he's not a big strip club guy but that doesn't mean he doesn't know, you know although so. I, I also know that leah is a good is a good boy now supposedly you know, I mean, he got engaged. Let's put it that way. But well, I'll, I'll be in Vegas on Wednesday, so nice. that'll be. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably I'll probably hit up a few. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I, I was. Uh, I, I, it's funny. I was in Vegas back in the middle of November, and uh, I went to uh, meet up with my dad and his wife. I hadn't seen them in a while, and yeah, I did some stuff on my own. I stay, I, you know, so my wife and the kids stayed at home. So I was like, I considered uh, going to a strip club and uh, it, I wasn't that, I wasn't as worried about COVID as I was about being told that there was a $30 cover charge. And I was like, nah, I, that's, that's not worth it. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cause, cause there's some of the, uh, some of those, uh, some of those strip clubs now are just, you know, you're, you're if you, if you get like, if you get a, a a song dance or whatever, or a private dance, it's like a fucking air dance. Like nobody's grinding on your shit yeah. or anything. Like it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
I'm yeah, basically it's... paying I'm basically paying twenty dollars for you to shake your ass in front of me. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah, no, it's a it's like a it's like a, a Catholic school lap dance. It's uh, you gotta leave room for the Holy Ghost, you know. So <laughs> the the other the other thing is down here you have to you have to be careful because you know, it might not be the eighties anymore, but uh vice still does exist down here in in, in Florida. So. Oh yeah, so you know if you're if you're trying to uh, if you go to a, a strip club and you're trying to you know pay a little let's just say pay a little extra for uh, for for uh, some personal treatment then uh, you could end up uh, on the evening news. I'm not even saying that you know any of us would have to be the ones doing that. I I I'm just saying that we would have to be in the vicinity of people trying to do that and we yeah would, and we would still get uh you know kicked up possibly <laughs> you don't get rounded up yeah so it'll be a little bit more of a subdued uh, uh birthday celebration is what it sounds like sam yeah uh, you know i and then obviously i'm probably gonna come on here again again so and maybe do an. And so you're gonna do you're gonna do a birthday stream on on Monday, and uh, you know I think it's uh, I think it's great that uh, a lot of people are off from work and schools and things are closed on Monday, and in a way to honor Sam Whitfield's birthday, I think that, that uh, it it's befitting of a uh, of a great man like you. That it that it that is exactly the comparison that I was you know <laughs> going going for. When you come on on Monday, you, you why don't you tell us about how you had a dream and you tell us what your dream was? <laughs> I um, you know I I think that we should I think that we should have a national uh, Norm Macdonald there at some point. Even though, oh my god, what a great day that would be! Even though he even though he was Canadian, even though he was Canadian, it's true. So. Great point. <laughs> um, and I I also think even though. Ironically, I think he would be against. I think we should someone propose National Dennis Miller Day to, oh, day to me. Yeah, and I, uh, no, and no, I no like, one would hate that more than Dennis Miller. But uh, you know, it would be it would be nice to have a have a moment. Yeah, I was uh, supposed to try and have lunch with him before he goes on a big trip, but uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I did. I didn't want to uh, break quarantine to go have a uh, celebrity lunch. So uh, I guess I'll have to see him later in the year. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So well, that sounds like uh, it sounds like it'll be fun. I mean, you know, look, you gotta you gotta save up uh, for three more years when you turn thirty. That'll be that'll be the 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 big uh, throwdown that you yeah. do. Sam. Well, well, so well, someone else said, you know, twenty uh, twenty seven. A lot of celebrities die around twenty seven. Oh and like, yeah. And I'm like, like, well, okay. I'm I'm not. First off, I'm not a. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm maybe a D list celebrity e- oh don't tell yourself short you're you're easily jim morrison or kurt cobain come on you know i mean mm-hmm. with janice joplin's in that club my, too right the 27 minus, club minus the uh well i haven't i haven't done enough blow yet to be uh new year's resolution it's not too late well right. well and it is it is florida so who so who knows <laughs> Yeah. What was wow. what was on the back of Kurt Cobain's mind when he killed himself? 
Uh, I well, who's to say that Courtney Love wasn't in the ro- oh. room when that when that happened? Uh, the answer we're looking for is his teeth. <laughs> oh Jeez. God! I wasn't quite sure where you were going, but I wanted to let you go there. I thought you were going to point out that the the back of his mind was actually on the wall, but uh, that yeah. works. Yeah, that's all. That would work. Yeah, yeah that would definitely yeah. work as well. Oh yeah, there was a documentary about a guy who was convinced that uh, Courtney Love uh, had Kurt Cobain killed. But I think if you've ever seen like Courtney Love talk, it's like it doesn't strike me as somebody that has it together enough. <laughs> to have had anybody, <laughs> you know, uh, killed. <laughs> but uh, yeah. she once she once said that uh, she once said that Ted Nugent molested her, and uh, I I did the I did the math, and I'm like I'm pretty sure that she's that that didn't happen because uh, Ted's like thirty years older than than her and uh the math just doesn't add up i don't think she was even born during the time that she claims that ted uh yeah i don't think i ever heard that but uh i don't know you hear a lot of things about uh uncle ted but stuff like that is usually like you don't hear that and like he doesn't he doesn't drink he doesn't do drugs you know i mean it's uh you know it's uh it's a lot of like you know uh, venison related <laughs> stories <laughs> you know but uh uh yeah i mean it's uh ted's ted's a good example of somebody who's uh you know uh, whose uh, outlook on the world has people discount like his guitar playing which it's like if you listen to him you're like well, no he's great like you don't you can you could think he's an asshole. You can not agree with what he says, but it's like, he's still great at what he does, you know, you know? So, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, Courtney Love seems like a, a, a fairly, uh, broken individual. I'm sure that there's a lot of, you know, I, I'm sure that we could write, uh, without ever having read any facts, we could probably all give bullet points and come up with a pretty accurate, uh, Courtney Love backstory, you know? Like, yeah. You know, how she got to where she is and, I don't know. She's apparently, you know, I mean, I think that she's probably still alive because she gets all of her uh, dead husband's royalties, you know, but she didn't really do anything anymore as far as I can tell, you know, she, she has, she hasn't for quite a while on the other, on the other hand though, you have, you have a, you have a sting who, who just turned 70 and he's, he is still out there. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I think he was doing a, a a Vegas residency either at the end of last year or yeah. early this year. Yeah, I mean, he's. You know, it seems like that's kind of a, a a sweet way for people that are you know when you slow down a little bit, you don't want the hassle of touring. You know, just like yeah, just do like twenty shows in Vegas and then you know hang out for a little while and then do another twenty shows in Vegas later in the year. You know, that's uh, seems like a good way to do it, but uh, that's. That's uh, you know, the the guy who figured it out a long time ago is Paratop. He's like only really played in Vegas for like twenty years now. You know, I mean, I think he does a couple. You don't have to think he's 
brilliant. I, I, I've heard interviews with him. He seems like he's actually kind of funny. But it's like, yeah, you just sort of figure out, like, yeah, why why should I work that hard? Like, let people come to me, and they'll do the same show and whatever, you know. But I don't know. That's uh, – we'll get you set up for your Vegas residency, maybe in your mid-30s, Sam. Let you let you uh, sow your wild oats a little well, bit before you uh, go out well, there. Well, hopefully my Vegas residency won't be called Box Office Poison. Uh, <laughs> oh, or, the carrot top movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that great uh, the 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 Norm clip on uh, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, with the uh, with uh, Courtney Thorne Smith. I think we talked about that when yeah. we did the the Norm show. Yeah, someone someone asked me to do like celebrity impressions, and the the only the only two ones I can do are are eighties Dennis, and then Norm. <laughs> And, the, is and those are uh, those are on a good those are on a good day. I I actually I almost called into the old radio show, uh, as it is Dennis. And then I was like, well, who else could who else could do that but Harvey? I I don't think it would have gone over quite as well as Harvey was able to do it. Hmm. The, uh, I don't know. I, I used to, I used to like doing impersonations, uh, largely because I used to crank call when I was a little kid. Like that was like my, that was my in, right? I was like, I was the guy, I, as a little kid, I used to look up apartment, like, like apartment listings in the newspaper and I'd call them and I'd just like, I'd, I'd use the gay voice. It'd be like, yes, hello. Do you have an empty bed? <laughs> yes. I now, uh, what about the walls? Are the walls thin? Cause I like to make noises when, uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes I'd get laughs. Sometimes I get hung up on. Sometimes it'd be like, like I'm sorry, we don't, we don't. There was one time it was like, we, well, we don't. I, I don't, I don't accept your kind. I'm like, I was taken back by it, but like it was funny. I, I was, it was, it was so funny. I'd be like, and he'd be like, well, uh, I'm gonna have my boyfriend here time every now and again. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, can we just do this contract now or what? Uh, you get, you get. It's it's crazy how many fucked up responses you get, but but it was funny. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Apparently, I think I think Christian got moved to the other room. Yeah. No. I uh, I have a new laptop, and I forgot. It's a I <clears throat> I have a I, I, I use PCs, and uh, it's an HP, and I forgot that if you touch the browser, you accidentally can close it very easily. So sorry about that. Hey, hey, you were t- I, I, yeah, sorry about that. But uh, you were talking about uh, you were doing impress. You, you have impressions of uh, of Norm and and Dennis, and you know, eighties Dennis is a very specific impression. That's the one that Dana Carvey did again, yeah. on the show, which is yeah, which is great. And- but. And uh, you know, I, I I can't I can do uh I can do norm on a on occasion, and uh, 
you know, I I hear he I hear he he said he wasn't too good with the ladies, but uh, you know, I I it seemed to me like he did uh, okay in that department in that department. Look, he allegedly. Uh, this is just rumor that I heard from no one except for long before I ever even interned or anything. But he allegedly, uh, allegedly uh, had sex with uh, L. McPherson, and uh, you know he's a, he was a handsome for a comedian. But uh, to you know that that's one of those ones where you're just like good for you, buddy, if that's true. You're right. Uh, you're actually not the first person I've heard that rumor yeah. from. Well, she she hosted SNL, so it's a it's very easy to understand how it could have happened. Yeah, you know, uh, whether it did or not, I don't know, but uh, I like to hope that it did. For uh, yeah, for you know, for, for his sake. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Sammy, I'm uh, I'm sorry that I clicked off before. Uh, I'll, I'll I'm I'm gonna uh, hang out for a few more minutes, but uh, I I. Um, I'm going to go soon, but also I feel like we're not uh, <laughs> not letting Phil talk nearly enough. So I'm sorry. No, it's it's uh, it's good. And if you if you need to uh, run, by all means, just let me know. Yeah. So I can no, go. I'll go. To, I'll go in a couple of minutes. I'm just sort of giving you the heads up. You know, so I can... I, I, and it's not as it's not as interesting as uh, as Apex leaving because you know some lady showed up probably you know. Mm-hmm. Get greased up and ready to go. You know, like, are so. you getting laid too? It's like, no, I'm very tired. It's time. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, I'm I just trying it, to, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, just I'll go upstairs and my wife will already have fallen asleep. He, and he that did, would be the only way that I would I would get some tonight is if she's already asleep. So <laughs> he just needs to. Uh, he just needs to, you know. He, he, I mean, he look. He's been tired. He, he chased. Uh, he chased Arnold through. The jungle for the hundredth and fiftieth time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, so hopefully you'll be having uh, Aaron Berg on your on the black. Yeah, it seems soon. like Aaron Berg will come on. I I had wanted to ask him for a while, and uh, also when I was going to be in studio with Don Jameson, uh, Aaron and Gino shows after his, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll see Aaron. Um, and I was just sort of like thinking of you know an excuse to have him on, but if he's like looking to do promotion, I was like, oh, I'll I'll nudge you guys to be the ones to suggest it, and then he's like. He said that, uh, well, I love Christian DMZ. I'll set it up. And I'm like, great, that's me. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was that was, a, that was a nice way to start my weekend after, um, you know, really not like the best week or so, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's kind of an, yeah, this week has been off for everyone, I feel like. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I detailed on my podcast how, you know, I was supposed to be in New York and uh, I, I got as far as my connecting flight in Phoenix when I got a series of texts from my wife that, you know, first her returned out her mother-in-law had tested positive for COVID and then each of our kids did. So that's when I realized I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to take this flight to Newark from Phoenix. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna rent a car and drive six hours to Phoenix, but God damn it! I'm stopping at Waffle House first. I'm getting something out of this trip. <laughs> wait, wait! At least you, at least you got Waffle House. It, it, right? It could have, you know? it could have been worse. 
No, and I, I think that, uh, you know, eating at the Waffle House cleaned out my system. And I, I think that, uh, you know, maybe a- anybody who uh, doesn't feel comfortable getting vaccinated, they should eat at Waffle House uh, on the regular and uh, it will keep them regular and uh, it'll keep their immune system very strong. Oh, yeah. Well, that that and uh, that and horse to warmer, you know. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, what you know, it's uh, whatever, whatever, whatever you're comfortable taking. I mean, I, I mean, isn't uh, you know, isn't uh, Angel Dust a horse tranquilizer? And I mean, yeah, I've been self medicating with that for a long time. So, yeah, I, I, I've been, I've been doing that since before COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like I don't know everybody's talking about. It. I take horse medicine all the time. You know. Oh. <laughs> uh... So, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Phil, your name is Phil, right? You're, you're not just nope. from Philly, or uh, no? No, nope, it's Phil. Yep. Okay. Guilty so, charged. Uh, yeah. So uh, you were you were talking. So, uh, but you you were trying to go to. Uh, in, in, were you trying to go to the Eagles game that's coming up against the the Bucks, or that was just no, a no, no, time? no. That that Eagles game was the home opener because I'm a 49er. Oh, okay. I'm a 49er right. fan, so that that oh, gotcha. The, the home opener was yeah, but it but it's in Philly, so like I yeah that that was when all the they sent me like we bought the tickets. They sent us the email of going. uh Hey, we got COVID restrictions. You're gonna need yeah. to do da 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 da. And then we get to the game, and it's like nobody's checking anything. I'm like, oh. yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing is, like, some places you go and they check, and there's this long backup of people waiting to check. And then there's other times where they they don't even need to see it. And then there's like they don't check, like you know, it's so that because I, I you know I I do have the Vax card. I just have a picture of it on my phone. However. I've almost never had to show my ID that matches the card. So you just have a picture of someone's card and show it. And they're like, that's fine. Because the people who work at these places, they're like, they don't want the hassle. No, these are kids. These are kids that make, maybe make $10 an hour. You're asking them to check every, every fucking person for their, uh, their, vaccination status like dude fuck my life man Just, yeah no exactly and I, I think that's uh that's what it really comes down to it's like yeah we're not gonna work that hard to to do this you know so christian do, but, you, uh, do you still do biden time by by chance i haven't done it in a little while but that had nothing to do with uh with him <laughs> that was uh i just took some time off uh, for the end of the year like i always do and then because i was going to be traveling uh, but no, I, I, and you know, the way that that show has worked, it's, uh, been hard to piece together the schedules of both of my co-hosts and stuff, but I very much still want to have you on, but I want you to be on with both of my co-hosts. Yeah. And I have not done very many shows with both of them uh, yeah. in a while. And, you know, I've had like a, like a, you know, Jason Blair, who was a fan of the, uh, the Dustin oh, yeah. show. He's been on the black cast. Uh, we had him on one time. We've had a couple of people on. Um, in the earliest incarnation of it, we even had uh, Michael Haslam on at one point. But uh, yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, um, but he, you know, he's just—we've talked about Haslam. I think that you know he's just in the business of selling houses, and he doesn't 
you know, he's not in the political business at all. And I, I you know, if I was selling houses in Orange County, California, uh, I would really put all my energy on that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, I can't imagine the commissions he, he brings in on some of those houses. So, uh, but I very much want to still have you on. We just haven't done it in a while. The, the Marvel show that I do, uh, which obviously, uh, we should have Apex Gamma on to talk about how much he hates all the movies. Um, I... but the Marvel show that I do, it's easy to, to record ahead of time and just, sort of dole it out but uh that being a political show we kind of always have to do it live or every every once in a while i've like recorded it the night before but usually it's just like got to be what's going on but uh, no it's uh i i've wanted it and i i've i haven't forgotten i want you to be on that show i just uh i just wanted if it's you and me when did we we did it one time where it was just you and i right yeah yeah and that's fun but like i want to have you on with them you know because I think that that's that's what leads to more fun conversations, you know. Well, because I mean, here's here's kind of where I'm at in terms of the in terms of the vaccination thing. I I think I don't even know if you guys were still on when when this interview came out, but Hugh Hewitt um, did an interview with Fauci and basically said, you know, I I a study came out that a lot of people aren't getting the vax because they don't trust you, uh, Dr. Fauci. So do you think that more people would get the vax if you were to step down? And Fauci more or less flipped out on, on him. And I've, and I've kind of been saying that for a while, but look, I think, I think a lot more people would get the vaccine if it weren't so politicized, um, specifically by... No, I, I think that's true, and, and, and I, I've also thought that if, uh, you know, Trump were still president, the people not getting vaccinated would just be a different group of people, <laughs> you know, the, you know, there would have been like, oh, I don't trust it, you know, I mean, you know, because, uh, you know, who the, the leadership is, you know, I think that that's probably something that would have would have happened there, you know? Um, but I, uh, yeah, I think that it is very politicized and, uh, I didn't hear that interview, but I, I know that it happened. And the thing that I would say is for even showing up, uh, you know, Fauci going on Hewitt's show. I mean, there's something, there's something to be said for that, at least that he actually went on that show. And, you know, I mean, I think that that's the sort of thing that you there's just not enough of, you know, it's like, uh, you, you know, it's like you don't need to go and convince people who are already vaccinated to get vaccinated. You go on a show where people aren't, you know, and you know, that, uh, was it Sanjay Gupta who was on with Rogan where he took him? Yeah. And that's another one where like, yeah, but he went there and he actually appeared on a show, you know, he, he did that. You know, and I think that it's like if even when it goes badly, and that I don't think that went particularly badly. No. I think it was just he got asked some tough questions, but they had mostly a good conversation. Um, I think that uh, that's the sort of thing where uh, it, you know, you just there's not enough of people going on with you know. It, it, look, there's people who disagree with you that it's very hard to have a conversation with, and then there's other people like you can you can go on Hugh Hewitt's show as long as you stay calm you know <laughs> uh i i think 
that uh, you know more people should do that. And I didn't hear it, but I know that uh, Trump was on NPR uh, recently. But I understood that he hung up on the interviewer. So I was like, "All right, well, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it clearly didn't end well." Yeah. Uh, but that's the sort of thing that's like, yeah. I mean, if you want to make your point, you should try and make it to po- people who aren't predisposed to agreeing with you. You know. And it was like, you know, to think way, way back when we were first doing Dennis's show, uh, you know, uh, in 2008, I actually like reached out and, uh, I tried to, I tried to have Hillary on because why not? And this is before is early on in, in the process before it seemed like Obama was going to clearly, uh, be the nominee, but it was just like, yeah, but you know, why do you want to do interviews for people who already agree with you? You know, why don't you reach out and talk to people who, uh, you know, you might convince, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, George Bush going, George W. Bush going on Letterman. Letterman didn't even, didn't seem to particularly like him, but it's like, yeah, but you go on that show, you know, I mean, those shows had more reach back then, but uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's almost like how you can't tell somebody that you don't like game of thrones you know it's like you don't want to also you like you don't want to go on a show of people that don't agree with you uh but if you're if you believe in your message and your fauci go on hugh hewitt's show you know and uh uh you know maybe the end result isn't what you get but uh i don't know that's just what i think but anyway that's why i you know, when I envisioned doing a political show for what was after Buzz TV at that point, was I wanted people with very different political opinions, but the whole goal was just no shouting. We'll take the time. We'll talk about everything, and just don't yell over each other, and it'll be fine. And it was very hard to find uh, conservatives who would appear yeah, on camera. I'm... in studio in los angeles you know we didn't really do a lot of stuff on we didn't even have zoom but you know we didn't really do a lot of skype stuff which uh you know in hindsight probably would have been would have been better content wise even if the audio wouldn't have been the same quality but uh so yeah i mean i like the idea of doing that and you know especially when you know you do a show called biden time which you know the name is to be a play on words it's a bit of a joke but uh you know it's uh you gotta talk about you know like how it's going and i don't know i mean i i feel like the first year the biden uh, presidency has gone probably better than i thought it would so you know (laughs) there's there's also that yeah (laughs) i don't know what people were expecting i mean it hasn't it hasn't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten. Any, I will say this: it hasn't gotten any worse than I thought it would go, except for maybe Afghanistan. But that's, uh, you know, yeah, I, no, no, that, and 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 I think that uh, you know that could have gone the same way. You know, yeah. if any last five presidents had overseen the actual withdrawal, I think that's a that was a messy situation, and I think that. It was definitely like a, you got to pull the bandaid off. It's going to be bad. Yeah. And I think it shouldn't have been that bad, but I don't know who would have done it and it would have gone well, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. And I think that like as, as unfairly as, uh, you know, Trump was maligned for, for COVID. I mean, 
you know the this this white house has had a couple of uh, occasions where they're probably told like no no we're good we're past it already you know and then it's like oh no fuck you got to give everybody a test now you know and uh you, you, everybody gets like two tests a week or i can't even i don't even i can't even keep track of what it is but they're like basically giving them away like candy you know that yeah. was uh it was a, a a joke tweet that I had uh, earlier this week that I think a lot of people liked, which was uh, that uh, I, if, uh, in in my 2022 remake of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, Damone is just going to have uh, a locker filled with uh, COVID rapid tests because and I just showed a picture of four of them because we had like just had some uh, come into the house, which ironically we ended up using like a couple days later, yeah. uh, but. You know, it was just sort of like, you know, and schools are giving them away because uh, schools want to, they want to, you know, they want to, they want to keep kids in, in school, at least even where I live in California, they, they, they don't want kids at home learning on computers, you know, because you have plenty of kids who don't have access to those things. You have kids who being at home is much more detrimental to their well-being than being away at school for five, six hours a day. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, I think it's very complicated. There's no easy answers and there's also not as much as in, you know, 2020, you couldn't say Trump should have done these five things. Uh, I mean, you can say it, but, that wouldn't have stopped it. That wouldn't have fixed it. You can't say, here's what Biden should have done over the last like six months. And, you know, we would be any better than we are right now. You know what I mean? So, and uh, I don't know. I, people talk about the way that how restrictive, you know, lockdowns have been in this country. And I'm not even saying that anybody's been wrong about that. But if you just look at what they've done in New Zealand and Australia, you know, where it's like, you know, four people get sick and it's like great now you can't go out of your house for two months i'm like oh it, 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 so it, it, it the point is it could be handled a lot worse you know yeah i mean i i think having uh you know having school in person for kids now i i think really is where we all need is where we all need to be as a country i Oh, I agree, and and I I think that uh, I agree with you. Know, there, there's a few different ways to look at it. I do think kids in school uh, is is what is where it should be for sure, and especially because I have kids that are school age. I mean, my my daughter's in a private preschool, but you know, I I sent my kids back to school in. You know, they went to like preschool, you know, private preschool. Uh, I sent them back in uh, it was August of 2020, which is a lot earlier than a lot of people that I knew did. Uh, but I felt I felt good about it, and I I don't regret it. I mean, my kids went until what, two weeks ago without getting sick, you know, uh, and. They didn't get sick at school. <laughs> school was closed when my kids got sick. My yeah. kids probably got other kids sick, uh, unfortunately. Uh, in the case of my daughter's class, I think that might have happened. And, you know, you, you feel bad, but as soon as you find out your kid's sick, you don't send them to school. Um, so so uh, anyway, my point is that uh, I think figuring out a way to keep schools open and my son's school is very like, 
let us know when he tests negative, you know, no, that doesn't have to be in 10 days. That doesn't have to be, you know, uh, because he never had symptoms. I think if he was sick, it would have been different. You know, if he was, you know, if he had a sore throat and he was sneezing, you know, all that stuff, I think that might've been different, but, uh, I think it's a, I think people would be surprised at some of the schools in Los Angeles and you have others that I think wouldn't surprise you like in uh, Culver city where I used to work. I know that they went back to remote learning for a few weeks because of the number of positive cases they've had. And I think that what it comes down to, and I've said this on, on the show Biden time and uh, my friend Scott Moore that we do that show with, he does agree that it's what do people in specific states and specific counties in specific school districts, what do the parents want? Uh, is a majority of them saying like, I'm too scared. I want my kid to learn from home. And by the way, my kid's school district, they offer that independent study. If you opt into it, if that's what you want to do, uh, you're not, you know, you're basically in a separate class and it's, you know, it's a lot of independent study with a little bit of online instruction, but if that's what you prefer, you can do it. And uh, I think having school open is definitely, and you know, you hope that they mean what they say, but even, even this white house says that that's their goal is to not have schools closed, you know? Yeah. I mean, online learning at the college level you know, which I've done for the past few years is difficult enough as it is. And that's, you know, and, and that's, you know, with secondary learning, I was really, I I was like, well, how are kids, you know, bearing with, with this in, in 2020, it had to be, it had to be difficult, especially for, you know, younger kids who, you know, it's, it's hard getting, you know, small children just to sit, just to, uh, you know, sit, sit still for five minutes, you know, let alone do an entire lesson plan on the computer. So. Yeah, no, and I know. And then, you know, there's, you complicate the wrinkle when you factor in that in a school district like my son's, uh, the kids wear masks at school. And then in, in others, you know, parents feel that, you know, in other states and areas that they don't do that, uh, but kids in those districts can choose to. And I think that a lot of, I think that this goes down to individual uh, parents. You know, what I, I feel like, like when, you know, the height of the pandemic, if I was at the, park with my kids and they had a mask on i wouldn't say you know oh don't play with a kid who does not have a mask on uh i i wouldn't judge kids that don't have them on and i would like to have thought that people wouldn't you know judge me for choosing to have my kids in masks sometimes and i i you know and i see a lot of that is like you know people will post like oh, i saw these kids playing in the park with masks on and i felt so bad for them but I think the alternative in a lot of cases is their parents are probably only comfortable with them being outside uh, around other kids if they're wearing the masks. And you can argue whether or not it works, but it's almost like putting a helmet on when your kid goes out and rides your bike. I, I, you know, When I rode a bike when I was a kid, we never wore helmets. Yeah. Well, now they wear helmets. I don't know how much they help unless you like you know, have a really serious bicycle accident. It probably helps a lot. But... In general, if my kid if my kid falls off a bike, 
it wasn't going to land on his head anyway. You know, he's going to still skin his knee or his arm. But you put your kid out there in a helmet because you feel like, all right, he's safer. And I, a lot of parents that I know who have kids, you know, if they show up for a play date at the park and their kid's wearing a mask, uh, I, I don't. I certainly wouldn't say anything, but I don't. I don't judge them. I just feel like that's your comfort level, you know. Uh, and, and hopefully, they respect my comfort level. It's a little now. I brought my kids to the park this week. I had them wear masks because they had just been sick, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want them getting other kids sick. I, you know, they had tested negative, but I'm like, you know, but it's more like out of respect. I'm doing this for your sake. Or kids running around at this park. Uh, I don't want my kids getting them sick, you know? And I don't know. I think that uh, individual choice should be respected more. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't I don't know what's right, you know? I just think, like we were saying earlier, you know, when uh, I popped in on the show, you know, I was talking to Apex Gamma about this, is like, what's your comfort level? You should do what you're comfortable with. Try and understand that someone else's comfort level might might be somewhere else. You know, you know, there's people who are probably they've they've gotten the booster shot like I did. And then they're probably like, when can I get my fourth booster shot and the fifth and the sixth, you know, whatever. Okay, what is it that makes it so that they can get through the day? You know, Uh, you know, I don't uh, I I don't I don't uh, I don't take like, you know, Xanax or anything like that. But a lot of people do to get through the day. And that's that's what works for them, you know. Uh, Yeah. And and I uh, and I agree. I think. I think doing whatever works for you, um, you know, I think, I think that's, I think that's good. I I think where a lot of people kind of on the, uh, quote unquote, and I don't even want to say anti-vax because I'm not in that category, but I would say vax cautious are kind of like, at, at what point does, at what point is it is it good enough do we need do we need three shots do we need five shots do we need seven shots how many masks do we need to wear do we need to wear two three four i mean it it gets i mean i I certainly see the argument for getting vaccinated and, and that i don't have a problem with the the problem i the problem i have is well when will when will ever be enough it does need, yeah. and 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 I think that it, it it's going to long term be like, uh, I I would always get a flu shot every year. I know a lot of people who just didn't for a variety of reasons, and I think it'll be, you know, maybe it's not every year, but it'll be something like that. It'll probably be mixed in with your flu shot. Do you want this or do you not want this? And if you don't want this, you might get sick the way that I did. Uh, where, you know, you didn't feel great, but, you know, uh, I mean, I've had the flu and that feels way worse than, than, you know, and to be fair, I mean, I, I had this Omicron variant that is very minor. Right. I didn't have, I didn't have like April, 2020 COVID. So I really don't know what that's like, Well, you know? Yeah. Well, in, in, interestingly enough, it's just, it's interesting that you bring up the flu because, um, the last time I had a flu shot was back in high school and i i think i was a sophomore uh, in high school at the time and and i hadn't really gotten a i hadn't really gotten a flu shot before then and it wasn't because i was anti-flu shot it was just 
you know, I I didn't have that that much. But the but the one year I got the flu, I but but the one year I got the flu shot, I also got the flu, and I yeah, and I got it real, and I got it worse than I had you know in previous years, and it, I. And I don't want to say it was because I had the flu shot, but it was kind of like, well, hmm. No, but it's worth asking the question, so, which that's, that's frowned upon in, in this day and age is asking questions. It's like, oh, what did I do different the year that I got flu really bad? So, oh, I got the flu shot. Yeah. So my whole my whole thing, and this is something that I've mentioned in Biden time chat, because, you know, there's the question of, well, what you know? Why don't people want to get get vaccinated? You know, obviously there, obviously there are those on the who who are a little crazy because they're like, well, because the aliens control the vaccine and you know, five G and lizard people and you know, th- there's there's that extreme. But then there are people like me who are kind of like, well, I'm not even I'm not even anti-vaccine, but Look, the last time I got a vaccine, I got really sick, and we don't even know what this COVID thing is yet. So, until there are a few more vaccines, and until we know more about what this virus actually is, you know, I'm going to keep my six feet away from you. I'm going to wear a mask if that's what you want. But, you know, other than that, I, I'm I'm good. I don't, you know... Until we know, yeah, until- uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I think that uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's what again, it's like what makes somebody uncomfortable. Like, I don't need to stand close to somebody, you know. And it's like, uh, it, even even like, you know, where you live in Florida, if somebody were to be in a supermarket shopping and they had a mask on, you know, there's no reason anybody needs to like give them shit for it. You know, you don't know what their story is. You don't know who they have back at, at home. You don't know if they look after uh, an elderly relative or they a cancer survivor. You don't know what their story is. And honestly, what the fuck do you care if they wear one? They're not telling you, you know, they're not coming up to you and saying you should put one on when it's when it's not a rule. So what do you care if somebody else does it? You know, if somebody wants to stand six feet away or whatever, uh, you know, and uh, that is, you know, I think it's definitely slanted more towards the one side, but you definitely have a lot of like, what difference does it make to you? Like it, what somebody else is doing, you know? And if the rules are that people don't have to wear masks, you can't get mad when they don't, you know, it's like, that's, you know, I mean, the, for Virginia swore in their new governor today or yesterday. I don't know. It was over the weekend. I forget what day it was. I think it was today. And, you know, uh, Glenn Youngkin is like, well, we don't have a mask mandate anymore in Virginia. You know, it's like, all right, well, that's those are the rules now. So you just have to deal with it. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? I, you think, know? I think it is. I think I think what was weird was, uh, you know, back when you couldn't get masks and, you know, people started to go places. Uh, I got I got someone who said unironically and th- I mean at this point it's become a meme on the internet but oh you're not wearing a mask so you just want grandma you just want you know someone's grandma to die or something like that and there, there and there's that reaction and I think yeah. I think that's what turns a lot of people it's like okay I wasn't you know I was anti-mask before, but if you're going to keep, 
you know, if you're going to take that attitude, it's it's kind of like the people that voted, that ended up voting for Trump, where it's like, okay, I wasn't going to vote for Trump before, but you've just, like, you've gone so far to one side that now I have to vote for Trump. Yeah, and well, I, yeah, and it goes back to that Fauci yeah. problem that you're talking about. It's like sometimes the, the messenger is really the problem for the message you know it's like when you have a lot of you know it's like whether whether you have the uh the the right-leaning karen or the left-leaning karen you have a karen getting in your face giving you an opinion you're probably going to have the opposite opinion of the person who's annoying you you know whether it's i don't want you to wear this mask or uh you know, you should put one on. It's like, well, I kind of want to do the opposite of you, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It's, uh, I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know what's right. And that's what the big takeaway should be from this conversation you and I have had is it should be about what's right for you. Then also just know if you live somewhere where there are rules that you disagree with, uh, there's there's a there's a time and a place to try and burn the place down because of your you because of how you feel about the rules you yeah. know and if you are upset that you know I saw that there were protests outside of the Olive Garden in in Times Square in New York having a, ma- a vax mandate which I will always say if you're eating at the Olive Garden in New York City. Uh, clearly, uh, you know, vax mandates are not the biggest problem in your life. I, I, you know, uh, I, and this is coming from somebody who loves the breadsticks and the whole the whole deal. But I don't live in New York City anymore. But you know? <laughs> yeah, well, but, yeah, well, if, you, if, uh, if you're in if you're in New York City, why are you why are you stopping at the Olive Garden? There, like- exactly. Why are you stopping at the Olive Garden? Uh, you know, it's one thing to be upset about vax mandates, but it's like you know, restaurants who you know uh, servers i you know tend to find wherever you go servers tend to wear masks and i think it's just because they come in contact with a lot of people but also honestly if like you know i mentioned the waffle house earlier if the the server at the waffle house was wearing a surgical mask like four or five years ago i would have seen it and been like yeah i would too if i worked here you know, so yeah. it's just, it's just, it's whatever. If that, that's the rules are, you know, and it's like, yeah, sure. It's, it can be silly. You know, we we're talking about Vegas earlier when I was in Vegas in the middle of November is like, you walk into a casino, they're very strict. You got to wear a mask, you got to wear a mask. But then as soon as you're on the casino floor, everybody's smoking, drinking, eating, and they don't have a mask on. All right. Well, just what were the rules? All right. Just let me know what the rules are when I show up somewhere. I'll follow them and, you know, go with it. But I look, I understand people get upset about it, but at, yeah. at some point, at some point, somebody is a private business owner and they own a restaurant and their policy might be wear a mask until you have your food. And it's like, okay, I don't want to eat there because that's her policy. That is also your choice. You don't have to burn the place down because they ask that people who come in, you know, be wearing a mask when they come in. And I don't know. It's easy for me to say because I live somewhere where you do have to wear masks in a lot of places, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I honestly, I mean, I, I don't think, 
I don't think it's that big, big of a deal to put a mask on either. I, I know that there are some people who are like, no, well, I'm not going to wear the mask and I'm going to die on, you know, that hill. You know, again, I think it's the whole thing. Like, if, if you're being an ass, if you're going to, if you're being an ass about it, I'm not going to wear a mask just to, just, you know, out of spite. But if you're, you know, if you ask nicely, then, you know, okay, I probably, I probably will. So. Right. And a lot of times the person telling you, you have to put on a mask somewhere. It, it's like, it's like, we're talking about the people checking Vax cards. They don't yeah. want to be the one to say that you need to do it, but it's their job to say you need to do it, you know? And there was the, there was the video of uh, Ricky Schroeder trying to go into the, the Costco, which is actually like my Costco that I go to. And the guy at the door is just saying like, you got to wear a mask to, to come in here. And Ricky Schroeder is saying like, well, don't you watch the news? You don't. Yeah. Okay. But, it's not that guy's fault that the store's policy and yeah. the state's policy and the city's policy. It's like, just don't go in. It's fine. If, if you don't want to go somewhere that does it in your Ricky Schroeder, uh, just don't fucking wear a mask, but I'll take it out on somebody who works somewhere. I'm, you know, and like, don't be a dick to the waitress wearing a mask and acting like, oh, I can't hear you. What are you saying? And it's all right. Just, She'll, you can hear her. It's fine. It's not that hard to hear people when they have a mask on. I'm surprised that Cousin Eddie hasn't uh, commented on this. Oh, we haven't heard from him in a while, have we? Uh, on this. He was, Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah Randy, Randy Quaid was, was, was like getting to Alex Jones level of, uh, you know, Twitter. He he was. I mean, I, I honestly, I think Alex Jones saw uh, Randy Quaid's Twitter and was like, "Whoa, that that's what I call crazy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He and he and he was one that I was like, first off, I didn't even know that he had a Twitter, but but second off, I'm like, wait, that is that the is that the oh yeah, that's the Randy Quaid. Wow. Wow, he really, uh, he really did leave the microwave on for too long. His brain, uh, <laughs> short, yeah. short yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that we we came to anything here, uh, Sam. But uh, I think that uh, you know, it's these are these are conversations that I think are are worth having. And you know, all I can say is that. People who post online and they, you know, they see like, you know, usually it's locally. So it's like California has this many positive cases uh, today. It's an increase over, you know, of X over yesterday. Yeah. The highest ever or whatever. So they'll post that and they'll be like, for the love of God, just get vaccinated and wear your masks. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I got vaccinated, boosted and there were times where I would wear a surgical mask underneath my flashy, you know, kiss mask or my whatever, whatever, you know, cloth mask my mother-in-law made for me. And I still got it. So it's like, that doesn't actually solve it. You know, it's like, it's like you can try. And I went a long time without getting sick, but at the same time, it's like, it, it didn't stop it. So it doesn't fix it necessarily. And I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, it it's, what going back almost two years, the people who were suggesting herd immunity were uh, railroaded for such a you know barbaric idea. But now that it's so mild, it's almost like 
now that I had it, I'm like, oh, I can kind of get it. What if everybody kind of, not even everybody, but there's a lot of people just get it and then they're over it in a couple of days and then they don't have to worry about getting sick from it again. And I, I know you can get it more than once, but it's like, at least for a while, you know, we could have, we could have a pretty good summer if, if everybody, if, if what, like 90% of the population just gets it now. Uh, and yeah. you know, people are high risk. People are high risk. You should stay home for the winter, you know, <laughs> just wait till it's summer. But uh, uh, I don't know. I, that's uh, it's just uh, the it's not as cut and dried as people tend to think. You know, just wearing a mask when you go out in public isn't going to stop it from spreading. I did it help? Sure, it could absolutely. But I but it it didn't it didn't help me. Is my point? No, and I mean I I think I think I think that's. I mean I I don't want to say that it's good that you got. Sicker. It's good that people are getting sick to have the vax. I I kind of feel like the one thing that is kind of changing is I feel like there. I'm not saying you were one of these people or anyone who I know specifically who are actually like this. But I, I I do know that like on social media again there were there were a lot of people who were like, well, I got vaxxed, so you know I'm I'm. They did the whole "I'm better than you" type thing. It's like, well, you know, once and then once they got sick, it was kind of like, well, hmm, I guess you know, I guess you know, you still got sick, so I guess you're not better than you know the unvaccinated. So I'm glad that the ego has kind of been taken out of it. I guess. Yeah, look, I don't. Know. I think it helps. Uh, maybe people understand. You know, if they do get it, they're just like, "Oh yeah," like I, I did what I thought was everything right. And you know, and honestly, you people could be critical of you know stuff I did. Like I mentioned, you know, I mean, I took the took the kids to Legoland for New Year's Eve. We went to a uh, up to Lake Arrowhead for an attraction. There's a place called Santa's village. So we like do stuff. We've like gone to Disney a few times. So, you know, but it's like, well, these places are open. So, and it's like, people aren't dropping dead in the parking lot. So it's some degree of risk, but I don't know. I would rather have gone to whatever the three, four concerts I've been to in the second half of 2021 than have just stayed at home all the time. And, you know, I'm glad that I went and did stuff and, you know, I like, I just, I think my daughter being four, you know, she's who I was most worried about. And she was the one who got the, you know, she had like a, a very mild fever. She was the one who got the sickest because, uh, again, in the matter of choice, I, I we chose to get our, our son vaccinated. He's six, so he's able to. And he had two shots, and he never had any symptoms. So in the microcosm of my household, it was minor. Nobody got really sick, even my, sis, my, my daughter, who was unvaccinated. Uh, so I don't know if it helped us. Maybe it would have been exactly the same results. But, you know... That's what I look at as like, all right, I feel like these were these were the right decisions for me, the getting vaccinated, but also the going to Disneyland and, you know, going yeah. to baseball games and going to things. And, you know, I mean, I'll I'll go to stuff, uh, you know, in the new year. I, I, I need to uh, want to see the new Scream movie, you know, Scream 5. Uh, I want to see it before it gets spoiled for me. I don't know what spoilers could be in the fifth Scream movie, but I want to see it. You know, and 
Uh, now that, you know, obviously I wasn't going to go to the movies if I was still uh, COVID positive. But it is just, so I still want to do stuff. You know, I'm not going to not do things because I got sick, honestly. my I was joking uh, that once I once I got it, I'm like, great, I can go on a cruise ship now because, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have immunity for at least a little while. So I might as well do the things that even I considered being a little too risky. Maybe I will go to the buffet at the strip club, Sam. Maybe maybe you ought to go on a, on a uh, kiss cruise, although, you know. Oh, God, I would love to go on the kiss cruise. They did it this year. They did it in October. They went, you know, in October it was a little bit easier, but I was well, just reading about, about cru- a cruise that, like, they they were the cruise itself was sort of canceled while it was <laughs> at sea so they're gonna just like not stop anywhere they were going to stop at so it's like everybody on the ship has, is just gonna stay on the ship for like five days instead of getting off everywhere and i was just like oh my god like being trapped on a cruise ship is i think that's yeah that's nightmare stuff <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's like a horror movie waiting to to Oh happen. my god, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that really should be actually, you know, it's uh if you if you take chopping mall and you move it to a cruise ship, what happens? Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like that I feel like that's a premise that our good friend Rob Lorch would would Oh my god, yeah. I know I've Yeah, I know. Rob it Rob is hard to keep tabs on because he's not He's not on Twitter. He does. Uh, he does have Instagram, but uh, he doesn't really post a lot. I've but I uh, was. I like to check on Rob. See how he's doing. I've been. Tr- I've been trying to. Uh, I've been trying. I've been trying to coordinate. Uh, getting a hold. Of him. It's funny because every time I'm about ready to get him on the show, something always happens. In this case, uh, uh, you know, in this case. Uh, a truck ran over people in in Wisconsin, right near where he oh, lived. Oh yeah, right, right. I forgot about that. So, That's right. And I, I, and I, and I was gonna have him on that week, but and then that happened, and it was like, yeah, no, we might want to postpone that. So, so something always happens. So, but we'll we'll get. Well, you should get him. You should get him on soon. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah, will. Yeah. We will get him on soon. If if for no other reason than than so we can hear from alternate Gene Simmons. So. Oh my gosh, and and it's like it's easy to forget that uh, you know he 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 has other voices. It was just the Gene Simmons was so good that we usually didn't ask for his Truman Capote or his, I forget which other ones he did. Even his even his even his regular bits that he. Uh, that he used to do just as himself or her. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I know he's very. He's a very funny guy. That uh, I remember. You know, the, I remember uh, there was there was one joke he did where he was like, "I'm gonna data fax Christian a copy of his autobiography that I've been ghostwriting for him or so, or something." <laughs> oh yeah, or I forget what it like was, that. but you're right. It was something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Sam, I am glad that uh, I was able to uh, jump on and help you celebrate. I know we lost Phil somewhere along the way, and uh, I kept thinking he was going to come back. But uh, I think that uh, uh, for you people on the East Coast where it's almost 2 a.m., I guess, uh, you know, it's 
you know, it's 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 still Saturday for me, so it's not the Lord's Day just yet. Oh well, th- thanks for, yeah, and th- and thanks for uh, you know to the East Coasters who are still on here, and that also explains why we have uh, our favorite Australians popping in the chat too, because it's uh, it's morning there. So. Oh yeah, you know the way the way that I'm clicked on in Discord, I haven't even seen the chat, so I. Uh... I usually like to look at chat as it comes in, but uh, that's all right. So I'm glad that, uh, well, I'm glad that uh, I was able to, uh, you know, the, the the way that I usually do any kind of broadcasting is popping in for a few minutes turned into about two hours. That sounds about right for me. Well, I, um, well, you, well, <laughs> well, you're you're always you're always welcome here. So and yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's always fun when I can make the time. So I, I appreciate you having me. And uh, happy birthday, and uh, we will definitely uh, find some time uh, for Biden time with you in the near future. I definitely appreciate it. And, and look, we might not have, you know, been able to figure out all of the world's problems, and we we might not no. know the answer to, uh, you know, whether or not the vaccine truly works. But I can tell you this for sure. Everyone should subscribe to the Blackcast on YouTube or on uh iTunes or are you guys on spot? Are you on Spotify yet? I, I think Spotify is the one that I'm not on because I would have to actively do something to get on there. But we're on, you know, most places. You know, Apple, Google, and you know, a lot of the apps that uh, where you listen to podcasts. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, and and uh, the uh, I've tried to uh, have new purpose for the Blackcast Instagram B L A D T C A S T. By the way, uh, is uh, <clears throat> because I know that you know we have. As of now, 474 episodes, I realized that I could do a black cast a day. I could post an episode a day and I won't run out of it during the course of a calendar year because one, we do new episodes at least one a week. So um, I'm just posting links every day to a previous episode or newest episode. Um, and, uh, the video version we have up currently is our latest episode, episode 474. Uh, and, uh, we, I, I talk a little bit about my travel woes, uh, being, uh, testing positive for COVID and our, our pal Jeff, AKA Captain EO, uh, in Massachusetts, he also, uh, had, uh, COVID in his house. So, uh, Will Sterling uh, was the only one that was not COVID positive and it's probably just based on him being so handsome. You know, it is. I actually, I actually, got, I don't even know who who this is. I get people who who tweet me all the time. Someone, someone tweeted at, at me if Will, if Will was still single, and I did not, and I did not know the answer to that. No, he got uh, he got married again. Actually, uh, yeah, he uh, had like a small ceremony uh, around uh, Halloween. Um, so he is not single. Uh, he was for a little while there, you know, there was a, there was a time to strike while that iron was hot, but, uh, he is a taken uh, man again, but he, uh, will on Tuesday be, uh, he has a small role on the ABC sitcom blackish. Uh, he, w- I think he's, he told us he's a waiter, but he'll be people will be able to see him on screen. So we'll talk about that. And my joke was that uh, for this week they should call that show Blattish because of a nod to the Blackcast. I, I I definitely I definitely agree with that. 
So um, you, that would be a show to watch. The uh, just called Bladish. I, you know, I, I come about the family. I would totally want that. Would be a sitcom that I would tune into every week. Oh, uh, good for you! I'm glad you would, Sam. <laughs> so. um, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, and then people can find me at uh, Christian DMZ Twitter and Instagram, uh, and links to everything uh, through there. Uh, yeah, people have been enjoyed any part of this, and uh, if they, uh, unlike Apex Gamma, they don't hate Marvel movies, they can uh, find a lot of content based on those. And uh, I'm not associated with it in any way, but everybody should watch Peacemaker on HBO Max. It's very funny. I I would I would I haven't I haven't seen Peacemaker yet, but I am uh, I definitely. I'm interested in that. I just finished watching Invincible, which I thought was pretty- that was good. Yeah, I think that was very well done. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, it was definitely like there's times where like I got no problem with the the gore and the guts and stuff, but there's times like especially in the first episode where I was just like, oh. all right, did you did you did you need all this? I'm like, it's fine that yeah. you got it. I'm not I'm not offended by it. I'm like, but was it necessary? Yeah. Or just to the level of, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't mind that they had it, but do they need to show that level of... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like, cause like I don't know that I needed all this, but the the show, is, I thought, was very well done. It was an interesting concept and all that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Christian, and I'll be sure to uh, have... I'll be sure to come on to your... Uh, you know, podcast. Oh, we'll definitely have you on the black cast. We'll have you on uh, Biden time and uh, anywhere in between. We are always happy to have you, but uh, thank you. I uh, hope that it's a great celebration throughout the weekend. And I'll talk to you again soon, Sam. All right, Christian. Thanks for coming on. And folks, I think that will do it for uh, tonight's show. Uh, I want to thank you all for popping in. Uh, even Carl, even though, uh, you know, I know Carl isn't necessarily my biggest fan, uh, you know, he or she, you know, may have a love-hate relationship with me. I I don't know anymore, but uh, all I know is that I love chat and I love the audience. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm... Annabelle, I'm sorry you uh, missed the, uh, you know, the Gamma. I know he would have loved to uh, have chatted with you a bit. But anyway, I will be uh, back on Monday. And uh, for the actual birthday stream, part two. So uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for popping in. Uh, Shout out to Larry. Shout out to... uh, TB, shout out to uh, Black uh, Tooth Fox. Wow. Uh, first first time live chatter. So, uh, shout out to... Oh, Oki, you're still here. God God bless you, Oki. I know it's I know it's late where you're at. So, uh, yeah, just hail to... Chat hail to uh, Fell in a Meadow. A whiskey. Um... And to Dictator Phil. So, God bless you all, you all for uh, sticking by me for three hours. And, uh, yeah, I will talk at you guys down the road. 
until next time, uh, have a good weekend, and uh, I will see you guys on Monday. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.